What's up, Basho? Basho. Hello. I'm the host of the Best Show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'll be here with you for three hours of mirth, music, and mayhem. The hashtag is Summer of the Best Show. We're just going to have a good old-fashioned porch-side chat tonight. Me and you and all the rest of the mutants. And I'm one of them. I'm one of the mutants, too. One of us. One of us. Remember that? One of us. What movie was that? One of us. Nobody knows. One of us. How's it sound, Jason? Sounds good? How does this sound? Well, I missed it. I didn't have it queued up right. Ugh. I was supposed to go, how does this sound? And then the theme would start. The phone number, 201-332-3484. The best show. Final show of August of 2016 is underway. Let's do it. How does this sound? I knew that would sound good. Wait, I talked over it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. 
When it comes to rock music, I know what I'm talking about. What's a great album came out a couple years ago? Moses. And the Firstborn. Came out on Burger Records. And we heard Peter Jr. was the name of that song. Such a good album. Burger Records can't go wrong with stuff on Burger Records. You just, it's good. And uh, you'll like the things that they do with the records over at the record company, Burger. Oh, yeah. A hot August night, like the man himself, Neil Diamond, said, that time when he sang Porcupine Pie to the Greek theater who had no idea what was going on. When suddenly he came out and did Jesus Christ, Fanny Bryce. Those crazy Neil Diamond songs that like. And then suddenly he goes into Porcupine Pie, Porcupine Pie, Porcupine Pie. That's when I'd be like, uh, what's the refund policy here? The Greek theater. Hot August night. One of the weirdest album covers ever. The best show here on a Tuesday night. We're all going to have a grand old evening tonight. It's exciting. We got Dudio here. Dudio. No AP Mike. No Pat. Dudio loves it, man. Studio loves it. He was like, before the show, he's like, just want to remind you, gotta, and this is not a good Dudio impression. He's like, uh, no Mike tonight, no Pat tonight. It's like, don't sound so gleeful about it. He loves it. And look, they, 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 they're both rocking out tonight, watching The Boss. Do his thing over at, uh, where is it at? MetLife. Met now, what, it, which one is MetLife? Uh, Giant Stadium? So, but it's Giant Stadium. But it's where the Giants play football. So it used to be called Giant Stadium. Now it's called MetLife Stadium. Look, I've wanted to change the studio name for the best show to, uh, I would change it for any sponsorship. Anybody wants to sponsor the best show studio? Cause look, we, we ain't making a whole lot of, uh, money up in this piece. I've talked to a couple people. Nothing's developed yet. If your company would like to do that, you can get naming rights for the best show studio. Wouldn't that be fun here? Everybody, uh, it's exciting. Best show, uh, happening tonight from the, uh, who would do it? 
Pillsbury, like Pillsbury? No. The best show live from Pillsbury Studios. I don't know, that sounds. Want to let everybody know, although that's like every, that's sponsorship now. That's like everything. Like you listen to this prairie uh, companion that finally we got this guy off the taxpayer uh, rolls. This uh, 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 Garrison Keeler, he's finally off of the uh, the government uh, teat. He, uh, but his thing would always be like. Well, tonight's show is uh, brought to you by uh, by uh, Smith and Wesson, who make uh, new machine guns. Just want to let everybody know uh, you can retrofit them. Add uh, special scopes on them. That well, like, or he would just do for any, anything. He'd be like, "Want to let everybody know tonight's uh, show is brought to you by uh, Ebola." Is actually uh, sponsoring tonight's show, Ebola. Don't knock it till you tried it. What's he doing now, man? That dude is probably staring at a wall, saying, "What? I I left what? I showed up every week, and I um, I had to talk about. There was a bake off in uh, Lake Wobegon, and uh." Mrs. Abernathy made her special snickerdoodles, and uh, everybody, including a uh, fire chief, uh, uh, Monroe, would uh, love to eat the snickerdoodles. And when she would never tell her secret recipe for it, which was uh, sugar, she put a little extra bag of sugar in each. Uh, and what he was making that much money? Oh, man, that's what I need. I need something like that, right? I might just start doing that uh, Sanford and Son thing. Turn this into a Sanford and Son podcast. Each I just review every episode of Sanford and Son. In and out, seven minutes. Best show's over. I'm back on the back on the highway, driving off. Cash those checks. Because again, I see these podcasts cashing these checks, man. Hamburger man, hamburger men. That thing makes. Hamburger Man is the documentary guy. Hamburger Men is the podcast. Where they're like, We're in the parking lot of an Arby's tonight. That sounds like Dickie Goodman. I'm here at... I'm I'm here at Arby's. I think I'm going to order a sandwich. And then it would be like... uh playing like records like like hit records be like uh like do that to me one more time like there are gigs out there man in showbiz that you can be so talentless and you can just back up the money truck man i'm telling you this dude dicky goodman he would take a wreck it would take a thing He'd rip off a movie. So the, the movie Jaws, he would suddenly do Mr. Jaws was his big hit. And then he'd play like records, like pieces of records that were hit records at the time. And he's just going, 
I'm here talking to Mr. Joe. I got to hear this thing. I'm sorry. Do you know this thing, Dudio? Mike would have. I got to say. This is a... Like, where are you, Mike? It's Dickie Goodman. Let's listen to a minute of this. Hold on. Well, first, I got to lower this thing. I don't want to hear about uh, fuel mandates. All right, stop. Listen to this. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. Look at that, like... And this dude, if this dude made more than 30 cents doing this... That's like he, 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 that's like being a, a stick up artist. I gotta, I gotta figure the easy, the easy path out, man. The Dickie Goodman road. I'm over here sweating it out like Orson Welles. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this audio book, this Orson Welles thing about his movie, uh, uh, the other side of what, what is it? The other side of the wind. What's it called? Yeah, of the other side of the wind. It's this movie. It's this thing about his this his movie is making. He's scrapping it and scraping. He's trying to shoot footage. He's borrowing locations. He, it's him and John Houston running around lying to police about permits and things. This is how low budget this dude ended up being. But I'm like that. I'm like that. I don't have no Citizen Kane though. Like, he went, uh, he was up and then went down. I, I, I think I've just been down. I'm in other side of the wind turf here. There's points when he's telling, he's yelling at the crew to order sandwiches for lunch because he wants them to work with the other hand. I wanted sandwiches. Nothing with forks. That way people can work. Yeah, this is Mr. Jaws. Holy guacamole, man. Before I forget, I want to tell you all, uh, you know, uh, Rob Hatch Miller and, uh, Paloma Basu. They made a, a movie, uh, the Syl Johnson documentary. Which, uh, is going to be screening in Los Angeles this Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Any way the wind blows, the Sill Johnson story at Cine Family. If you are in Los Angeles, see it. It's a great movie. They did a great job. It's really, it's a really fantastic documentary about a very interesting guy and Sill Johnson. Don't miss it if you can see it. On the big screen in Los Angeles, Cinefamily, this Thursday, 
That's my pick to click for the week. The other side of the wind. I'm telling you. This dude's scraping away. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're Orson Welles now? You're, you're actually a, a guy saying like, uh, Hey, do you have permission to film here? And then you're like hiding uh, on the backseat of a car, hoping that the police don't see that Orson Welles is there. Who's good here, Dudio? Two. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is Aaron from Cleveland. How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. I'm out in Parma hanging out uh, with my girlfriend. We're painting our nails and listening to the best show. Where are you hanging out? Parma. It's like a suburb just south of the city, known for uh, lawn flamingos and um, being stuck in 1955. Parma, like like Parmesan? Uh, it's like named after the city in Italy, which is funny because there's like no Italians out here, really. Mm-hmm. Except like the one I'm looking at. So... <laughs> So you're painting your nails tonight. Mm-hmm. What color? Um, what color? I, was, what color? I was just going to say... What color? Uh, like, what color? Like glitter oxblood. It matches my boots. Glitter oxblood? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I need to look up. I'm going to look this up and see what comes up. I need to picture this. Glitter oxblood. It's like a, it's like a wine, like oxblood color. Like the like real dark, like dark, like... Deep red, yes, okay. with like glitter flakes in it. All right, I see. Ooh, that's a that's a that's an intense color. It looks mm-hmm. like the. I was going to say, yeah, it looks like the color of it. I guess it looks like the color of what ox blood might look like. Maybe that's <laughs> how, that might be how they got that name for it. Was it might be? Yeah, I'm going to say. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that ox blood is a color close to what the a color of ox the color ox blood is the pantone people were just doing a lot of like animal slaughter back in the day and you yeah know, i remember they arrived yeah. at the i remember once in, in school there's like this art class and they were just like do the color gradations of things and i was so bad at it like i couldn't <laughs> mix the things correctly to like do they wanted us to do like like five bars that went from one color to another color. And I was so bad at it. And I was so frustrated. I can't, I can't, did, I can't. Did you ex- have like, like blue and green, like mixing across the wheel to like was so, orange or something? I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm telling you, I could not do this thing. And it was mortifying how bad I was. At. I have no feel for that <laughs> at all for, for colors and, and, and just the kind of like the gradations of that. Oh, I'm getting like a flashback, like a flashback to school with the oh. art teacher just going, now this it's is hard. all wrong. Oh no. Why? Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean, but this Speaking is what I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. Before we go forward, I have a couple things I want to apologize for. Um, I want to apologize to Dudio because I called him Pat. Because um, I I've only ever had Mike be my phone screener, so I didn't recognize his voice over the phone. Sure. So, 
uh, tell uh, tell Dudio. Well, I'm gonna I'm able to tell Dudio again okay. profusely that I'm sorry because he said he would have hung up on me right then if I were if he was Mike, he would have hung up on me right then. Um, that sounds like Dudio. Yeah. Dudio's trying to uh, really trying to smear Mike. Mike would yeah. Mike would have hung up on you already. I know he doesn't have a southern accent. Why am I giving you a southern accent? <laughs> it's the flaw. It's because I guess I, I guess I'm thinking about where he how where he grew up. And yeah, you'll do. Did you have a southern accent when you were a kid? What's that? From time to time, like you'd lapse into it, like "Hey man," like <laughs> "Something I can when help friend. you with, man." <laughs> like one, yeah. Um, so, the, so you, you apologize to Dudio. I also want to apologize because I just called in like blind last week, like on my way home from work. I, I'm not able to listen to the best show while I'm on the phone, like on hold with you. Cause I usually just stream it on my phone. So I didn't realize you were on air with like Jeff Fairzig and then they just uh, like dropped me into the middle of your guy's interview. Uh, uh, and no, I had, I, he loved it. I had nothing significant to talk about did, because did you ever me talking about, you were talking, you were talking doing about work de- in FLC punk. Yeah, yeah. That was deli talk though. You guys. You guys deli had chat. you guys had some some legit deli talk going there. You two were you two were uh, going back and forth on the the thickness of the slicer and the this and the I I telling you 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 yeah. you two were off to the races with the the, with the deli talk. I and he he was proud to share <laughs> his deli experience with you. I know I I really appreciated it and. One day when I direct a movie about an outsider author or musician, um, I'll, I'll be happy to share an experience that he also has too. So that'll be great. So how's your summer um, going? How, how's your summer going? It's been pretty nice. I went to the beach yesterday. Um, I'm probably going to go to the beach again tomorrow because I have a couple of days off this week. Um, going to a lot of like, like techno outdoor parties and like like overnight parties and stuff in like the Midwest, so it's been really nice. That's nice. So you go to and you're you just like waking up on like a lawn somewhere and just going, who, <laughs> where, what? <laughs> um, no, not usually. I'm usually responsible for making sure most of the people that I'm with don't wake up on the lawn. Oh, so you, okay, that's that's your role. Is that you're, you track. I'm the rave mom. Yeah. Yeah. You're, the, you're just going, making sure. Do you do like a head count? Typically. I mean, like, me and my friends run a lot of the parties, um, in Cleveland. So we're, we're kind of like, we can't get too irresponsible, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I got a little irresponsible this past weekend, but it, it, it's okay. It's fine. Just don't be stupid. That's all I ask. Just don't, don't. <laughs> Just you, you can, you can, you can be dumb, but don't be stupid. How about that? Does that make sense? Sure. Um, did you get to see Sausage Party yet? I, I'm going to go this week to see Sausage oh, Party, man. and next week I will talk on air about Sausage Party. Have you seen it yet? No, I, I, no, God, no. <laughs> you work at a deli. You can't go see it. What are you going to be like going to work and watching a movie about meat slicers? I know. I, I really couldn't. I did. I get. I did get to see the uh, Criterion Collection uh, reissue of Multiple Maniacs in like the theater over the weekend. That was that's really cool. great. Is, but that's not out yet. Is the Criterion out yet on that? 
I don't know if the DVD of it is out yet, um, or like the Hulu stream of it is out yet because it's all on there. But the press of it, it looked amazing, and uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. I gotta, it was, I it was fantastic. It. I can't wait. All those crazy. I just watched. You know, I was trying to think of what one of us, one of us. It's from That's, the Player by Robert Altman. Is no, no, it's from. not. It's from. Uh, it's from Freaks. Yeah, my girlfriend's yelling at you right now. But, no, it's She's from the player. It's from Freaks. It's from yeah. the player. Robert Altman's right. the player. It was a line that that uh, uh, the country dude said in it. Garth Brooks was in that. I think it's Garth Brooks. Is that the guy who's in that? Well, that like one of us line is from that old like nineteen like nineteen twenties or thirties movie Freaks, where the girl like goes to the the sideshow at the carnival. Yeah, I don't know. And like, I just saw the player a week ago, and that was in that. I mean, I could be wrong. It sounds like, I mean, that sounds like a thing that Garth Brooks could have made part of the cultural lexicon, so. He's good. Um, yeah, he, you know who else is good? Is that Chris Gaines guy? Do you think those two are related in any way? Well, of course not. That's just, that's <laughs> insane that you would put, because first of all, <laughs> look, uh, to be fair, we've never seen the two of them together. That's something. That is fair. That, yeah. I guess that's. A, that's extremely that's, fair. But one is, look, Chris Gaines has like a, like a, Soul patch, and I know. Garth Brooks is clean shaven. That must have been. Could you imagine the day if you're Garth Brooks' manager, and then he comes in, he's made you so much money, you just have to be like, "Hey, man, you made me so much money. Whatever you want to do, dude. You want to go and be a different person with a soul patch and play rock music? <laughs> what am I going to argue? I can't argue with you. You've you've made me so much money. You can do anything. I'm there's like no managing to even do it. Like maybe he goes like, you sure about this Garth? And he's like, yeah, I really think I want to do that. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, he tried to do so much with Chris Gaines. Like that's truly something lost to history. I, I Do you think there will ever be another Chris Gaines? I'm You mean, you mean Garth Brooks coming back as Chris Gaines again? No, do you think that anyone will ever embody like I would love it. I would love cross so much. genre success to be another Chris Gaines. That would be the greatest thing ever. If somebody would do that, if like who who would do that? Who would do it? Um who would be good for that? Drake? I don't know. I don't know. Kanye maybe, but like oh, that dude. I feel I feel Jesus. like he couldn't divorce himself from Kanye enough to like do that. He's a, that, that look. Everybody likes his con, Kanye West. It's like I look. I like the first uh, few albums, but it's like it's just exhausting at a point. This guy just screaming all the time about, and he's, he's always he's, he's say he's got to stop picking on Taylor Swift at some point, right? So I don't talking, know. He's I, always talking about. I try it. and stay out of that fray. I'm it's, staying out of it. Too. Look, I got in enough <laughs> trouble because I sided with Meek Mills. You sided with Meek Mill over Drake. <laughs> I sided wow. with Meek Mills. I keep saying Mills. So, um, I'm, I got all the phones are lit here. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep right. in here. But I uh, look you you finish finish yeah, your nails, you, and uh, like I said, you can be dumb, just don't be stupid. Will do. And yeah, you made your, uh, you made your bed with Meek Mill. You're going to have to sleep in it. Have fun with your overnight, uh, <laughs> Cleveland, uh,
parties and be safe. Will do. Have a good night. You Thanks, too. Tom. Bye. All right. Best show. Hey, uh, Tom. I'm Lance Bob. What's up, man? What's that now? Who's this? How are you, Tom? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Avalanche Bob. Avalanche Bob. Oh, it's Avalanche Bob, the the uh, uh, the the rock music pioneer. For people who don't know the show, there's a lot of callers who will call uh, uh, semi regularly. There's ones who call frequently, and there's ones who we call the uh, the money in the bank callers. Like you just. No, as long as the, if you don't hear from them, you might want to check with the phone company first, because there must be something wrong with the phones, because they're calling, and this guy, Avalanche Bob, is a, a, a guy who was pioneering this surfboard, surfboard? Snowboard. Snowboard. Snowboard yodel rock, is that what it's Heart called? Rock and roll. <laughs> and he... He, he, somebody made a movie about him. You were in the movie, Tom. How was it? How'd the movie go? You start the movie. Wait, hold on. What's that now? You, you're, the, you're in the movie. I meant to tell you that you're in the movie. Okay. Uh, a guy was here filming the night I talked to you on the show, and it's in the movie, so okay. I'm giving you publicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. So I guess, uh, I'm in the movie. I remember signing that, uh, document that let me, uh, grant permission to you to be in the movie. Uh, but look, it's not exactly like we ain't, we ain't talking about Suicide Squad here uh, <laughs> in terms of... Uh, so so the movie played and everybody liked it at your church where you screened it a couple weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, and it's going to be showing in festivals. And we're working on the album. The album's going to be out. We got the uh, voice tracks and we're going to... Um, the album's going to be out probably by the end of October. And Tom, you're going to love it. I'm ready. I'm ready for this album. Now let me. And Tom, I wrote a song for the show, cause, for your show, cause somebody said, can I write a song for the best show? But who said that? Who, who said to write a song for the show? I'll th- I don't know. Somebody put on one of my, uh, look, um, tweets. I'm going to write a song for okay. the tw- best show. So you wrote a song for the best show. I want to hear this song. How can I hear yeah, this song? Yeah. Okay, one night time. I oh, got it here. Do it now. Jeepers creepers. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Rock and punk, yeah. Here come Tom, the best show. The best show is on the air. Mike is right beside him. He's always there. But there goes Tom, the best show. The best show is everywhere. Yeah, Tom goes where nobody goes to get the job done. Tom goes where nobody goes to get the best job done. Yeah, these are the voyages of the Starship Best Show. This continuing mission to bring out the best talk and the newest music in the universe. To boldly go where no show goes, piloted by Captain Chaplin and Copal Mike. So let's get rock a good old lady, yet a rock a rock a rock old yeah, yeah, on with the show! Oh my. Don? Oh my goodness. You like it? I don't like it. You don't like I it? I love it! Oh! <laughs> that song has hit written all over it. <laughs> I don't know if I hit, but maybe you can mute it from the beginning Which of the show. another letter in front of the word hit. What is that letter? Oh, wait, no. Um, 
No, I love that song so much. Thank I'm you. I'm good, Tom. Thank you. It's an honor. Yeah. You're the best man, and uh, as I said, we've got exciting things coming up. The snowboard revolution is about to begin. Oh, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, man. So I'm glad you liked it. Because uh, somebody is. said, why don't I do it? So I did it. <laughs> but I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I didn't. You loved it. <laughs> you didn't like it? No, I didn't. I got, I'm afraid oh, to I'm tell sorry. you I didn't like it. I loved it! Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Avalanche Bob. Thank yeah, you for man. Call, hey, uh, keep rocking, okay? I will. I'll keep rocking. All right, buddy. You take care. Oh, my friends. My friends listening to the best show. Sitting around, right? We're all sitting around. And you know what you want to do when you're sitting around? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. You, the best show listener, should know all about Blue Apron. If you're around and you want to make food with high quality ingredients, it tastes great and they're better for you than the usual junk that you can get. Man, Blue Apron, I'm telling you, they send you this box. It's got everything in it, these fresh ingredients. Everything's fresh, top quality. You make the thing from top to bottom, and then you're eating this food. It's delicious. So good. Blue Apron. We did it in our house. I'm telling you. Can't beat it. This ain't no. Look, it's some of the things they got. They got the, the, for August, for example. These are some of the things they, they on the on the menu that they had uh, over the month. Summer vegetable and quinoa bowl with fairy tale eggplants, shishito peppers and corn, chicken tinga tacos with summer squash and tomato salsa. So whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, a wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, they bring you the best stuff so you can cook incredible meals for less than $10 a meal. Seasonal recipes, pre-portioned ingredients. So here's what you do. You want that? You want to make nice food for the people in the house to eat? You and everybody in the house can eat great food. You go to blueapron.com slash best show. You check out this week's menu and you get your first three meals for free. Your first three meals for free with free shipping. Blueapron.com slash best show. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals courtesy of Blue Apron. So don't wait. 
BlueApron.com slash best show. They say Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I say Blue Apron. Cook some food, bruh. No. One of the best things about the show here is, uh, look, there's a, all the people on the show, whether it's me or AP Mike or Dudio or Pat, it's all clean shaven. You know my rules here. No, no beards, no beards, no mustaches. You want to be on the best show. And that's where Harry's comes in. What a great company. I've used these Harry's razors. They're fantastic, and I'm telling you, their website is a breeze to navigate through and to check out all the products, and uh, it's a piece of cake to order things. Great shave at a low price. Harry's! you got to stop compromising on that shave, everyone. You're either paying too much for a razor... Or you're buying some low-priced, low-quality razor. Harry's gives you a, a high-quality razor at a fair price. They cut out the middleman. They make the razors themselves, and they ship them directly to you for half the price of the leading brand. A good shave at a good price. It's simple. Harry's gives you the best of both worlds. Here's what you do. You. Yeah, you. You want to cut out the middleman? You want factory direct prices? No upcharges? Half the price of the leading brand? Get an amazing razor, five German crafted blades, flex hinge, lubricating strip? Yeah, you want that? Well, they've got a starter set called the Truman. It's a great option for new customers, and it's an amazing deal. So for just $15, you get a razor handle. Moisturizing shave cream and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. But here's a special offer for fans of The Best Show. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase by using promo code BESTSHOW. Go to harrys.com right now and look for the Truman set. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Enter code BESTSHOW at checkout to get $5 off and to support The Best Show. Stop compromising. Give Harry's a try today. Harry's! Shave your face, bro. And. Hey, sports fans, football fans, get ready. Football is your passion. You know all the players and all the teams, all their strengths and all their weaknesses. Now put that knowledge to the test and play for your one shot for the $1 million top prize at DraftKings.com. It's just part of the $5 million in total prizes they're dueling out in week this week one contest. DraftKings.com is the destination for one week fantasy football. One week fantasy means no season long commitments. Play whenever you want with the players you want. Pick your contest, draft your players, and follow that team live. 
Renew old rivalries by challenging friends and family in a private league to prove that you're the superior GM or join an existing league and go head-to-head with friends, co-workers, and fantasy players from all across the country. Hurry to DraftKings.com now to choose your players and you could seriously cash in week one. Use code BEST and play for free with your first deposit. That's code BEST to play for free with your share of the $5 million in total prizes in this week one contest. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Offer code BEST. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See website for details. DraftKings. Fancy sports, bruh. Best show. Hey. Hey, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? You're talking with Holly. Holly? Where are you calling from, Holly? I'm calling from Minneapolis, Minnesota. From Minneapolis. One of the twin cities, right? Are those the twin cities? Yeah, one of two. What's wrong, Dudio? Everything. (laughs) Dudio just stuck his head and he's, he's he's running everything tonight. There's no Mike tonight. There's no Pat tonight. Dude, you're oh like, right? You loving it out there? In all seriousness, I'm going to ask you this. No jokes. Should I just shuttle both of those dudes? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they can just hit the hammer. Holly, I want to see what Dudio says. Look, you're all the way in Minneapolis. Yeah. Dudio said, I'm not going to say no. Not going to say no to what? Shuttling Pat and Mike for good. Well, I don't know. I mean, don't make any hasty decisions, you know? Got to simmer on it a little bit. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling it. I'm feeling like oh, I might I... need to shake it up, right? This is what I'm feeling yeah, like we... for the show. Okay. This is what I'm feeling yeah. like, Holly. Yeah. Either I'm going to go all the way with this best show thing and put everything i'm already putting everything i got into it but i'm gonna go even deeper now i'm gonna start bleeding when i do this show yeah that's that's option a option b i'm gonna take a few months off just put tarps over the equipment and go do some other stuff for a while an old-fashioned uh shutdown yeah and you're asking me what do you think? What do you think? Oh, God, you're putting me on the spot. It's very, very anxiety-inducing. I don't know, because I would just say, just think about it. Don't make any decisions tonight. All right, all right. But, but, but just think about it a little bit. So what? to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Holly? Oh, I had to call you because last night, so the Minnesota State Fair is going on. And if anybody is listening and they're from Minnesota, they know that is the scene here in the Twin Cities. And last night... I had the pleasure of seeing Gary Puckett and the Union Gap in concert. Gary Puckett, who I have identified as, I think he's the creepiest dude in music with those songs. Oh, Young girl, oh no! Get out of my mind. Oh, sing my it. love for sing you it. is way out of line. Like this is like a, yeah. a confession. Like if he was in, in with like a light. If he was in a police station with them, like, turning a light on him and with his lawyer sitting next to him and he said, and he said, uh, 
He was like, or no, it wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't be in the, the it wouldn't be in a, it would be like a, like, be like a Zodiac kind of letter. Like if the Zodiac, if it got sent to like a newspaper, <laughs> right? Young girl, yeah. get out of my mind. Yeah. My love for you is way out of line. Better run, girl. You're much too young, girl. Like, right. Right. And I'm here to confirm that he's just as creepy in real life. What? And imagine the lyrics that you just sung and thousands of 70-year-old men are singing those lyrics back to him. Ugh. 70. So it's, a, it's, it's basically a, a 70-year-old dudes are all chanting at one in, in, in unison. Young girl, get out of my mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With all the charms of a woman. Yes, exactly. But I was doing some research, and all those songs are written by the same guy. So I don't know if we need to take issue with Jerry Puckett, or we need to take issue with the songwriter. I think his name is like Jerry, Jerry Fuller. And he wrote all of those songs. So maybe it's that guy who is super creepy, but Gary Puckett, I don't know, man. Between the Medicare jokes and him bragging about the the jacket that he wore back in 1966 and that it still fit, it was it was quite a time. You know, my favorite lyric in the whole thing is when he says, <laughs> when he says, uh, "Beneath your perfume and your makeup, oh, you're just so a baby <laughs> in disguise." Then he says. Oh. And though you know that it's wrong to be alone with me, that come on look is in your eyes. Oh, cracking. Oh, it was, it was so cracked. atrocious. It was, it, it, and he was singing the, in earnest, and then all of the dudes in the audience are, are singing back to him, and the one guy who was sitting behind me and my guy, and he was clapping, he's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, young girl. Look, I know we're in 2016 and people hold things to a different standard now. And sometimes things get over scrutinized that, you know, that we're from an era and they like not everything's going to be able to match 2016 standards. Well, sure, I get it. But how was this ever any standard from any that nobody just said, hey, uh, you know, this is the creepiest song I've ever heard in my life. Right. This. So hurry home to your mama. And and even back in the 60s, I went to the show with my mom, too, and she she's talking to me. Wait, what happened? You there? Holly! Holly! Maybe Gary Puck. I hope Gary Puckett didn't get her. Hey, you're talking about me, huh? He's up on the roof. Knife in his teeth. Yeah, Gary Puckett don't like that. Let's see, you like it when I slash the phone line. Huh? Let's see how you like it, young girl. What's the other creep song he did? Is, uh, Lady Willpower, it's now or never. That's the other thing. I could have made it. There's like a hundred ways I could have made it, man. If I would just be a creep, right? I could have been singing songs like that, right? Lady, willpower, 
It's now or never. Give your love to me. If What's-His-Face could have hits, uh, MacArthur Park, who could barely sing. He's in front of an orchestra. He's The weak link is the one guy with a microphone singing. I could do that. I blew it. I blew it in this life. I'm like I'm like Orson Welles at the other side of the wind. Without, without my, uh, I don't even have my Citizen Kane. Best show. Hello. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Roxy in Los Angeles. Now let me say this. Uh, there's callers who call the show, and there's uh, there's regulars. And there's uh, frequent callers, and then there's the callers who you just, it's money in the bank, and you look for. I personally, as the person who hosts this thing, I look forward to these calls from these people who are all across the country and even the globe, and they're interesting. They're all interesting for different reasons. And uh, one of the, one of my favorite callers is Roxy from Los Angeles. And she's on right now. How are you, Roxy? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Good. <laughs> okay, is that it? That's it. <laughs> oh, that's not it. Well, what's going on? Not too much. I was just calling to see how your end of summer has been. How my the end of my summer has been? Well, yeah, have been, you done anything? It's been pretty good. I am going to talk about uh, my summer. Uh, hold on, let me just write this text. Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. I know this is unprofessional. <laughs> you do. Done. You do so, what you have to do. Look, I'm doing it. It's me and Dudio doing it all the night. Dudio's screening the calls. He's running the equipment. What happened to Pat Byrne? He's watching Bruce Springsteen tonight. Wow. Him and Mike. Him and Mike are both <laughs> rocking out. <laughs> I like the idea of that. I wish they were live streaming. That would be great. That would be great to see them live streaming. In the day we sweat, right? The two of them yeah. screaming uh, Thunder Road in each other's faces. Cadillac! Cadillac! <laughs> so, Roxy, what, how's your summer going? Uh, my summer's been good. It's very hot here right now. It's like 95 today, so summer doesn't end here until, like, October. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty warm. It's been good. I've been busy. Hanging out with friends, working a lot. That's it. That's good. That sounds like an all right yeah. summer. What did you went do? I saw a bunch of... What did you do? You went to what to what? I went to a bunch of breweries on Saturday with some people. Some people that listened to the best show were there. It was very fun. So you went to breweries. Yeah, my friend Liz Hickey got this uh, little day together called, we call it Beer Day USA, and we go to a bunch of breweries in L.A. Beer like, Day USA. We do like USA. one or two drinks per brewery, and then it was how, nice. It was how many breweries now? We went to one, two, three, four. Okay, so that's like, that's like uh, seven or eight beers. That's fine. Yeah. Right. Some people drink more. I only had one beer per brewery because I'm. Anybody barf? I am a baby when I drink. Did anybody barf? Yeah, that's true. I'm Did anybody throw up? Did anybody throw up? 
I don't think so, no. Nobody threw up. No. I think we were all pretty tame. Like, nobody was crazy. It's too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> you got an exciting crew. Look, you notice I'm not mentioning any of the other stuff, right? You notice. I'm not mentioning any what of other the stuff? other stuff. You know. Oh, yeah, I'm by myself tonight listening at my house. Nothing happened. We're not... <laughs> You and what's-his-face, who I'll... Uh, okay. um, Doug. Doug, I think his name is. And look, I think that guy's great. It's a guy he who you great. went on a date with. And yeah. you currently party with... Uh, We're buds. Yeah, you're bu- buds. Like bud, like best buds, right? Best, like best buds. Kind buds, sure. huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> look, you're in Los Angeles. It's a giant. It's a, you actually might as well be a giant dispensary up. now. Los Angeles is like a giant dispensary. For people who haven't been to Los Angeles, there's like weed stores on every corner now, and people go, "I got a headache," and the doctor in there goes, yeah. "Okay, here's your weed." What is it? Look, I've never been into one of those places. What is that? What it's like? It's really good. Yeah, like when you go in, you have to go to like a quote unquote weed doctor. I mean, they make you fill out a form and they're like, what's the matter? And you're like, my back hurts. I get headaches. I have pains in my legs. And they're like, okay, here's a prescription. You can have a membership to go get weed anywhere in Los Angeles for a year. And so they're, the and they're like in, the, are they, and where are they? Are they in the dispensary? Like, no, like a card like table up their front? Their own facilities. Okay. Are they, ne- are they set like, up next to dispensaries? No, but they should be. And, like, when you go to one of those doctors, what are they, like, sitting on, like, an apple cart? Like an apple crate? Basically. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Playing Pokemon yeah. Go? When your, do- mm-hmm. when your doctor is, like, yelling about finding a Squirtle, you know, uh, <laughs> right? Hey, man, you seen Snorlax around? <laughs> I heard there's a Snorlax over in uh, Griffith Park. Uh, I didn't know Pokemon Go was still a thing. People are still playing that. It's coming back. It's coming you back. Playing? Are you playing? Do I? No. <laughs> I think I'm going to play that. Look, I have friends who play it. God bless them. They seem to be having the time of their lives playing this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not me, Agreed. man. I have a lot of friends that like it, too. Not me, I man. I think it's goofy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, you know what I'm all about? I'm about collecting... Friends is what I like to call it. Yeah. Friends. Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> In real life. I like um, real life friends. All right. What about Twitter friends? Those don't count, right? No, I'm done with Twitter. Twitter's a garbage heap. I'm done with I'm done with all this. I'm done with all this computer stuff. I think I'm how would it be possible? Answer, answer me this. And look, I, 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 I tweet when it's time to do the best show and stuff. Like I'll, I'll say, hey, listen to the best show. Or I'll try to write a little funny joke if I think of something, right? Yeah. So, but I, I, overall, I'm done with it. With this, this, so yeah. It's like pretty garbagey. Yeah, it's trash, and and I contribute to that garbage. We, we <laughs> all we all do to varying degrees. <laughs> we all do to varying degrees. But I'm ready. I'm ready to punch out on it full on. Yeah. And uh, I wonder, is there a way? What if I got a phone that wasn't like an iPhone? Like what was like a like a phone that just was a phone and you could text on it, right? Like um, they have like the, the phones for the really old people. Uh, what are they called? The jitterbug. It's 
the jitterbug. And it's just bug. like a flip phone, and the numbers are huge. All right, I don't big. need that. I don't need the <laughs> numbers to be huge on it. I don't need the. Like I have one one built in. I understand. Yeah, I understand how phones work. I don't need one that's overly simple. Get a flip phone. But yeah, would it be? What if I wanted to? To like, what do I do? Get? Do I just get a phone like that, and then do I get like a? a but I want to be able to go on the web like once a week. Poor mope when I'm out and about. Like I don't need to do it all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do I need? Maybe then? you just keep an iPhone on you, but have it off in your car. But then, like, have another phone that's like your phone phone that you actually use, and you allow yourself to bring your phone with you. I ain't going made somewhere. Money. I ain't you made need it. Money. Remember, for something, right? Because they don't do no that I touch. Remember that thing? That thing's gone, right? Oh yeah, I had one of those. They shuttled all that stuff. So you got to. It's got to have a phone on it now. I want one of those right. things without a phone on it. Mm, okay. Because I don't want to be on, well, I don't on that anymore. You. I'm you ready to, to cut. To your... the, I'm ready to cut the cord now with this stuff and and just go to. You want to talk to me? You call me. I like that. I wish people would call more. I really am over text messaging constantly. I think I'm done. I think I'm done with it. I'm going to start b- pulling back on the tech stuff, checking out. Good idea. All right, Roxy. All right, Tom. You have a grand evening. So, you too. Thanks right. so much. Of course. Bye. Yeah, it's been a fun, uh, fun summer, right? Fun summer. Everybody having fun? I'm going to play a song by a band from Montreal that I love so much. No Joy. They put an album out last year called More Faithful. It was on uh, Mexican... Summer, yeah, Mexican Summer put it out. Great label, great band. Let's listen to this song by No Joy called Moon in My Mouth, and we'll be back with more Best Show in a matter of moments. One time we hear it. Moon in My Mouth by No Joy from their more faithful album from last year. Great band. They have a new record out. I gotta... I gotta listen to it. I haven't heard it yet. I heard it's good. Mexican Summer put that album out. What if I did just get like a... Flip phone... I might do that. I can text on one of those things, right? 
Pat Byrne uh, just tweeted that someone just held up an Outlaw Pete sign at the show he's at. No. Could you imagine? You really want him to play? Unless it says sucks underneath. Outlaw Pete. Could you imagine? You really want him to play that? I'm Outlaw Pete! I'm Outlaw Pete! Nope. Best show. Uh, hi, is this Tom? This is Tom. To whom am I speaking? Uh, you're speaking to Jace Moore from Lancaster, PA. You know, with 68,000 Amish. Great place. Okay, what's your first name now? Jace. J-A-Y-C-E. Jace. Yeah. What's up, Jace? I'm a new listener to the show. I like what I hear so far, man. Mm, jeepers. Well, I'm glad we're passing the test here. I'm, uh, I want you to be happy. <laughs> uh, if there's anything you think I can do to make your listening experience uh, better, please, by, in all seriousness, please let me know. Because this is like uh, five guys. We're here for you. You are the customer, and you are always right, and you keep us in business, and you pay our salaries, and... Uh, Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, none of that happens here. <laughs> so uh, uh, what brought you to the show, Jace? Where, how did you find out about it? How did I find out about it? I wonder how many times you get this. Um, I watch Steven Universe, and I like to roll as Greg Universe. Well, I, so. like that. I like that. So I, I could Steve, listen into your podcast, see you, if I liked it. You got this thing. This, is a car, this, uh, this cartoon series, Steven Universe, created by Rebecca Sugar. Very talented, and she hired me to do a voice on it, and it's the voice of the Steven Universe's Papa, and uh, so I'm on that as Papa, Papa Greg, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a, it's really a great show, and I I find we get more best show uh, people coming from Steven Universe to the best show. I don't know if this is, do you like, is it like, what, do you want this? Is this what you want? I hope it is, because this is what we're doing. I, I'm liking what I hear, you know? It, it's pretty cool. I used to listen to Kevin Smith's podcast, but then I, it, that got old really fast. What? That got yeah. old? What do you mean? My dad's a big fan of Kevin Smith. I'm sick is of he? him. Trash humor to me. Yeah. yeah, right? I know, right? Yeah. What's your dad? Yeah. What, 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 your dad's a big Kevin Smith fan. Yeah, he's got all the movies, and he thinks they're hilarious, and uh -huh. he bursts out laughing watching them. And I don't yeah. like him at all. Now, Jace, uh, do you do you, do you still live with your father by any chance? Yeah, I do. I'm 15. I forgot to mention that. That's all right. Look, that's all right. Is he home? Is he home? He's probably asleep. But yeah, he's home. Well, what about this? If he's right. asleep, how mad would he be if you woke him up? Let's start there. Not mad at all. I could probably get him to talk to you, but he has no idea. Who well, this you is not are. what I want. I don't want him. I don't want to talk to him. This is what I want you to do. All right. And I'll. I'll this is what I'll do if you do this. I'll PayPal you fifteen dollars. <laughs> I'm serious. Fifteen bucks. I'll PayPal it to you. All right. Because look, I, I want you to go into his bedroom. Is that where he's asleep right now? That is where he's asleep. I want you to go in and just start chanting, like, 
Snoochie Boochie, Snoochie Boochie. While he's like, while you're on the air right now, if you do that, while I'll, I'm send on you, the air. I'll send you $15. I'll PayPal you $15. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll do it. For, you got to do it for 30 seconds, though. Alright, what am I saying? Boochie douchey? Snoochie boochies, which is a thing from the, from Snoochie boochies. Like plural, uh-huh. the plural. Not just one snoochie boochie, Jace. Many snoochie boochies. Yeah, exactly. Go and it's got right. snoochie boochies, snoochie boochies. Oh my god, I'm, why am I doing this? Alright, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Let's see this. Hey, Dad. You up? Snoochie, boochie, snoochie, boochie, snoochie, boochie, snoochie, boochie, snoochie, boochie. Snoochie's boochie. Snoochie's boochie. What's he doing? Quite potentially. Snoochie's boochie. I am on the air. Go right. Say anything about Snoochie's Boochies? Go right in his face and go, Snoochie Boochies. Snoochie's Boochies. Now go, Clerks. Clerks. Mall Rats. Mall Rats. Dogma. Dogma. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Cop Out. Cop Out. Yoga Hosers. Yoga hosers. What's another one? Oh, chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. What's what your, about Tusk? T- yeah, yell Tusk. Yell Tusk. Yell Tusk. What's your dad doing? What's he doing? Uh, he's staring at me from the bed, wondering if I've lost my sanity. Uh huh. Okay. So thanks for making my father worry about my mental health, Tom. All right, Jace. Why don't you leave the room now? Leave the leave your father alone. All right. Yo, red state. Sorry, one last Dad. one. Go, go, red state. No, this is what you do. Shut the door. Go. Good night, Dad. I'm so sorry. And then just knock and go. Uh, Dad, just one more thing. And then go. Red state. Red state. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, Jace. 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 All right. You did it, buddy. Email Sorry me. Email me or hit me up on Twitter and we'll work out your $15. Man, I appreciate that. All right, buddy. $15 for yelling at my dad. I'll take that any day. No, you will. <laughs> uh, you have a grand evening. You too, Tom. Thanks for talking Thanks to me. Thanks for listening, buddy. Bye bye. Best show. Hello? Hello? To whom am I speaking? This is Kevin from Atlanta. Who? Kevin. Atlanta. Kevin. Yeah. I like your voice, Kevin. You got a very, you got like an announcer type voice. Well, thank you. Thank you. This is like the opposite of the last call. Why is that? Wait, who am I talking to? This is Tom. Tom. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it so sure is the opposite I'm a dad, of the last call. And I was calling for my son for Steven Universe. 
Wait, your son is a fan of Steven Universe? Well, we both are. We watch every day. Well, when it airs, we watch it live, and yeah. we're a big, we're big fans. And I promised him that he could talk to Greg Universe. He's really shy. Steed, his name is Steed. Come here. Come here. How old is Steed? I'm going to hand the phone over to him. How old is he? And uh, he's ten. Okay. And he's going to take over the call now. All right. All right. This sounds All like right. a trap. This sounds like a trap. Hello. Hi, Steed. Um, I don't know what to say in this situation. Just don't worry. You don't have to say anything. How are you doing? How's your summer going, Steed? It's going good. Did you do anything fun? Yes. Well, can you tell me one fun thing you did? Mm. I went to Daytona. You went to Daytona? Daytona. What did you do in Daytona? Mostly went to the beach. You went to the beach. Did you boogie yes. board? Did you boogie board? I boogie boarded, yes. Are you good at boogie boarding? Yes. Did you watch Stranger Things? Yes. You did? Did you watch all the episodes? I watched all eight episodes. Did you scream? You can be honest. Did you scream? I screamed once. Mm-hmm. When did you scream? Without giving... To, let's not give too much away because there's people who still haven't heard it. Um, when did I scream? Yeah. When did you scream? When she set the light bulbs up and was spelling out the alphabet? Is that when you screamed? That's when I screamed. Um, I screamed when, um, what's your name? Eleven! To the pool, though, the pool. The girl that went into the pool, that's when I screamed. Yeah, Barb. I gotta say this. Look, everybody likes Barb just fine. But I gotta say this. (laughs) Barb is not the best character on the whole show. You get these people now. What? Hey, we... Barb, Barb, more Barb. Do you want more Barb, really? Barb, Barb was Barb was in two episodes. The kid got away. You know what the thing is? Barb should have been a little, a little more, more light of foot on the on the other side. Little kid got her. Little kid ran away, stayed away from the Demogorgon. Not Barb. Right? Yeah. That ain't bar. That ain't uh, the other kid. The kid. The kid's fault. Because mm-hmm. for people who haven't seen the show, there's this nerd on it, Barb, who like has glasses and is like. And look, I like Barb just fine, but there's this point where people are like. Oh, Barb is so cool, and Barb is the heart of the show. Barb ain't the heart of that show. Barb's in for like, who's in it? The Joker might be in Suicide Squad more than Barb is in Stranger Things. That's a, who's in the, who's in each thing more? That's what I want to know. Is the Joker in more of Suicide Squad than Barb is in of Stranger Things? Um, the Joker is in the Suicide Squad more than Barb. Right? 
But suicides, suicide squad's only like two hours long. Stranger Things like eight hours long. Barb's in it for like eight minutes. Yes. Did you see Suicide Squad? No. Good. You I'm saved, watching the trailer. Good. You saved some money. The trailer's better than the movie. You actually are the you actually are the winner with this whole thing. You saw the Suicide Squad trailer, but you actually didn't see the terrible movie. That's the best version of the whole thing. Like really? this dude doing this Joker impression that he's doing in it is so bad. Like anything he says in that voice, just in that rhythm, you can say anything, and it sounds like it could. Oh, am I making you sad? Oh, sounds like you're not happy with me. That just sounds like somebody who's mentally depressed. Joker might be depressed. You're right. Because everything sounds like it's like you could read these headlines from a thing. Like from like it, like any kind of vulture. Have, oh, Jay Farrow's just released a mixtape. Yeah. Oh, sounds like Blurred Lines appeals backed by 200 musicians. What a bad performance that dude is. Look, and I, I was just terrible doing that. I didn't get paid uh, $200 million or whatever you got to do the Joker. But this Barb, you like Barb. Steve? Yes? Barb's not your favorite character, right? Yeah, Barb's oh. not my favorite character. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Who's your favorite character? Eleven. Say eleven. Because it's eleven. Because that's everybody's. That should be every... It's like, who do you want to watch on this thing? The one dork who can't even successfully sit on a diving board w- without getting attacked? Or the kid who can, like, flip trucks by cr- cricking her neck? Right? Right. Oh, no, I'd rather watch Barb. I'd rather watch Barb forget the combination to her locker. Or or you could watch the, the kid go and, uh, and fight a whole bunch of dudes and beat all of them up with her mind. Nah, that's all right. I'd rather watch Barb drop her notebook in the hallway. Sorry, Steed. I know you like Barb. Sounds like you like Barb more than I do. Hey, I have a question yes. that is totally opposite from the situation okay. we're discussing. Right. Absolutely. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you going to be on Bob's Burgers? Oh, that's a, you burned me. You burned me. You burned me. That's a straight up torch job. That's a tour. I'm never going to be on it. They don't want me on it. And at this point, they couldn't get me. They couldn't get me. Why? Should I do why, do you? why do you know someone? Do they want me? Yes. You do know someone who works on it? Um, well, I do know a bunch of people who want you on it. Look, because look, I watch this Bob's Burgers, right? And you got mm-hmm. everybody's right. on. Everybody's on it. You got uh, Kurt Brownaller's on it. Andy Kindler does eight voices. You got uh, St- 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 Sam Cedar, uh, John Benjamin, Kristen Shaw. It's like they've all, all been on this show, man. Lauren Bouchard, who created it, was on this show when he was uh, selling his uh, when he, he had his other show. 
Now, now Tom don't hear from him. Tom don't hear from him now. Tom don't hear from him now. When Lucy thought of the devil, oh, now, oh, oh, you're right. Here you go. Yes. Uh, by all means, promote it. Oh, home movies. Yes, absolutely. Bob's Burger, suddenly my, my phone number. I, I, oh, I got a new phone. I lost your number. But God bless him. He's a nice guy. Glad the show's a success. Ain't no room for uh, me or Worcester on it, though. Andy Kindler, this guy plays 11 parts on the show. It's Andy Kindler. Like I read, like he's a funeral director and then he's a janitor and then he plays a, like a while ago, he play like a security guard and, uh, spread the wealth. Spread the wealth. Yeah. Kindler. Right? Say that. Spread the wealth, Kindler. Thank you. All right. You have a great evening. Thanks for calling and have a great, great okay. uh, few days of your summer left. You too. Matt. Barb. Look, I like Barb. I like her. Let's just not inflate it, though. Oh, Barb. The show. What a justice for Barb. What's justice for Barb? What? Should run faster. The other kid ran fast. Right? No. Who'd, who'd you rather watch? It'd be like, Look, if you're watching Freaks and Geeks and you want Barb, yeah, then you then you get uh, the full freight, all the Barb you want. Barb should be all over Freaks and Geeks. But you know what? You're watching uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, I think I'd rather watch the. Uh, I'd rather watch the girl who can uh, flip trucks with her head. Yeah, that's who I think I'd rather watch. Shows I didn't help her friend out too much, right? Her friend was upstairs with uh, Steve. I didn't see her running up the steps uh, stomping anything. Man, some friend, Barb. Right? Eleven. People put countdown, uh, put down eleven. And that kid's a great actor, too. Eleven. I don't think that's her name. I think that's just the name of the character. I don't think her her actual name is Eleven. Pro Eleven. Not anti-Barb. Not anti-Barb. Just anti... Oh, the overstating of Barb. Best show. Hi, this is James from Cleveland. James from Cleveland. What's up, James? Uh, I wanted to tell this special-related story that happened to me over the weekend. All right, let's hear, um, it. let's hear it. I had a friend who crashed over my house on Friday, and I uh, support apmike.bandcamp.com. apmike.bandcamp.com. Yes, I don't know if you heard of it, um, but it's a place where you can go to buy things. Oh, I heard of it. Let me just say, let me just say this. Uh, what's your name again? James. James. I'm looking at this. Two weeks ago, we had Jeff Fierzig in the studio, the director of author of the JT Leroy story, this movie that comes out in September. Great movie. He was here. 
he also did uh, uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF. Do you know what that is? Yes, I'm familiar with it. So I'm looking at this picture that, that Mark sends out of of um, who's on the show this week. He sends this picture out. It's Mark and Laura from the movie and Jeff Fierzig. And in this picture, Jeff Fierzig is wearing a Massa's shirt. I almost threw up when I saw that. So this is actually pretty relevant to my story. Okay, well, um, so, so I made my point. You want to move forward. I understand. I, I get what oh, I, oh, no, I'm, I sorry, uh, I'm sorry. slowing you down there or something? Or I guess I had my No, thing. no, Will no. Ta- no, no what are we, really we UCB Theater now? What are we doing What's now? ASCAT? We doing ASCAT? You walked in front of me? Look, I saw no, Don't no, no. Think Twice. I know improv. I didn't see Don't Think Twice, actually. I want to see it. You think they'd give me a link to it. You know what I mean? You think I do a show. It's big enough. We get enough thing. I write the promo person, the pub person. Never even hear back. Never even hear back from the publicity department for that movie. And I got friends in that thing. Chris Gethard's one of my all-time favorite people. I write, I write the pu- a publicity person for this movie. Nope, no link, no, no link, no nothing. Sorry, I guess, I guess I'm not uh, popular enough. Well, you know, maybe I should just be doing something else. Like, what if I just go off and I write a book and I write a movie and just do things like that? Right? Should I just do that, James? I'd, I'd go see that movie. Yeah, of course you would. But you got uh, Mike Birbiglio doing his thing. He's got his movie out, his improv movie, Don't Think Twice. I could do a movie about something. Why Why not? Maybe I'm tying it up here too much every week. Maybe it's time to old, old school uh, 2010 style shutdown for a while. I don't know. I wonder. So what? what, what t- tell me about this thing, this AP Mike. Yes, okay, so uh, my friend crashed over here on Friday, and uh, to the right of my couch, I have the portrait of AP Mike, the headshot, you know? So you bought and, it all. Uh, you bought everything there. Oh, I just I just have the portrait. I still need to get the Massey shirt, but I'm sure he'll figure out a way to get my money sooner or later. Um, anyway, I, I have this uh, portrait there, and my friend had crashed overnight. Portrait. And when I woke up in the morning... Yeah. Uh, he was gone, but he had taken a paper towel and he had covered up along, you know, the frame of it, just AP Mike's face, so he didn't have to look at it while he fell asleep. <laughs> like, like the image of that was just preventing him from getting any type of rest for the entire night. He just knew before he could close his eyes that he couldn't have that looking at him. That is a great story. All right. That's a good one. Well, Thanks, buddy. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Luke in Portland, Oregon. How you doing? Who? Luke. Luke. From Portland, Oregon. Luke. Loot. Like the yes. instrument? No. Like the Skywalker. Like the what? <laughs> no. Like can't... Who? Cool. Cool. What's up, Cool? My son, Cool. Your name um, is Cool. This sounds like a put-on. Spelled backwards, which is Luke. 
Okay. Oh, your name is Luke. Yeah. Okay, what's up, Luke? <laughs> um, I wanted to uh, thank you for your awesome uh, uh, Doors song last week. Yeah. Summer's almost gone. Yeah. Uh, I, I was a huge Doors fan when I was in college, and I used to think that they were very cool. And the crazy thing about the Doors is that all you need is the right person to tell you that they're uh-huh. totally silly. Yeah, and then suddenly... And then know. everything turns around. Yeah, it don't add up anymore. Suddenly you're like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. And yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Look, uh, I like plenty and- of stupid stuff. But you don't need the Doors anymore if you got Echo and the Bunny Man. They 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 took away. They did what the Doors did, but not just yeah, not was, just not stupid, right? Uh, except for their, I I was not so crazy about their version of People Are Strange. Yeah, but you, who cares about that? That's not that's not what you think of when you think of Echo and the Bunny Man. You think of Seven Seas swimming there, so we're here, right? Land my face in the mirror, kissing the tortoise shell. That was good stuff. They were, they, that was I, good stuff. Yeah. All hands yeah. on deck at dawn. Right? I got to see them at South by Southwest. Okay. A long what, time ago. what did they do? What songs did they do? Did they do Spare Us the Cutter? Yes. They did? Yes, they did. Did they do, <laughs> bring on the dancing horses? I'm sure they did. I can't remember. But I remember them doing that in The Killing Moon. But I know one song they didn't do was... I know one song that they didn't do, which they never do anymore. What's that one? Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! You wanted to! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! They don't do that anymore. They did it for a year, chop suey. And it, it probably just took too much energy. I don't want to trust in my self-righteous suicide. Right? He could do that part. Right. I cry. When angels deserve to, how long, how long, how long, how long, Father, you have no forsaken me. You're right on there. Thanks, Chief. Was there a point to your call, or did I just smear my stuff all over the top of it? I just wanted to talk about summer, man. Um, Right, man. I. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I uh, I just went back to work after having two and a half months off. Um, I had a uh, crazy summer, and it just re- it reminded me of being a kid again. And had I known if uh, what's the latest summer- you slept? What's the latest you slept? Where you woke up, you're like, oh my god, I woke up this late. <laughs> noon. I noon. woke up at noon, and we were just like, what time is it? Noon. It was. And you're like, noon? Whoa. I went. Half the day's I went, over. I went camping, and when I went to sleep, I was like, I'll just wake up whenever. And I kept waking up and kept going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the fourth time after I woke up, I looked at my 
my phone, and it was noon. And I said, well, I guess that's the way it's going to roll. Now, when you're today. camping, when you're camping, are you mm. ever like, like, are you scared when you're camping? No. You're not? No. Uh, well, there was one time when, yeah, actually, there was, sometimes you let your your imagination go wild, uh-huh. and you start thinking like, oh, this is, this is how people get killed and chopped up and murdered. You always hear about it. Yeah. Because it happens sometimes, but you never think it'll happen to you. But it could. But how do you know people aren't just going to like, like all it would take for me would be somebody, me camping, and all of a sudden somebody just goes, if I just heard somebody go, run! <laughs> like from who knows how far away, it's like, I would just leave all my stuff and get to a car as fast as possible and just get out of there, right? Yeah. Run! And and you'd have to find your keys because things get scattered everywhere when you're camping. You don't remember where you put anything, so you'd have to find your keys. Hey, what's your name again? Luke? Yes, Luke. Do you know Fred from Honolulu? You ever hear him call the show? Oh yeah, sure. I love. Wow, that. you you love him. He don't love you, man. On Twitter, he what? just said he said I will punch you in the mouth if you introduce yourself as Luke, like the Skywalker. Oh, okay. Well, how about oh. Fred? Don't like it, man. Dude, Fred, I, Fred hates sincere, you. My sincerest apologies, Fred. Look, this Fred. My sincerest apologies. All, all he does is stir it up. That's all Fred does. Oh. He's good. He's good at stirring it up. Not with me, man. I see through it from a mile away. Well, I don't want to cause any waves. No. Any okay. bad energy. I'm done with you. Best show. Hi, best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Marissa out in Portland, Oregon. Marissa in Portland, Oregon. Hi. What's up, Marissa? Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about a fun thing I did last weekend. Um, I went out to a a combine demolition derby. Wait, you went to a what now? Um, do you know what a combine is? A combine? You mean like the things like a thresher? Like farm farm equipment. It's like farm. What does it do? Yeah, it's like an enormous piece of equipment, yeah. Like farm equipment. What what does it do? Uh, Does it it till the field? You know, I don't actually know. (laughs) I was just going to see them destroy each other. Um, Yeah, so it's like this demolition derby that happens in Oregon, in one of the suburbs of Oregon, or of Portland, called Banks. And they have about... Uh, there were six working combines that they did the derby with, and then I think there was like three or four more that weren't really working. And how fast do those things go? Uh, not very, but the guys could really whip them around. It was amazing. Like uh, this one guy driving the one called the Silver Ghost, he uh, he blew out his back tires immediately because they're like these little like uh, five inch things, and, and so he was swinging around the back end of the combine. Smashing up everything else with that. So you're just like, but do you worry that you're going to like smash another person? Mm. Like, are people wearing uh, helmets? Are they wearing helmets at least? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Um, 
I don't think you go to demolition derbies if you're the like, most safety conscious person. All right. And who's uh, at this thing? Like, is it who's at this thing? Writing. Is it like is what? it like who's at this thing? Is it like farmers are at it, or is it like a hipster yeah. thing? No, there was like one hipster there, and I think it was not very nice because they were making they were making fun of everyone. And it wasn't really that it sucks. wasn't very cute, but it was mostly like mechanics and farm people. Um, now you at this thing? What if you were at this thing and suddenly there this hipster is just like, "Whoa, look at this guy! Look at that! Whoa!" Like. And then suddenly someone goes, they, someone, somebody, they grab the hipster and they throw him out in the middle of the combine thresher, right? And everybody's chanting, hipster, hipster, hipster. And the combines are like coming at the hipster. What would you do? Um, this is a very difficult theoretical question. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would first have to congratulate the person that threw the hipster over the 15-foot fence. So you would just, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd cheer them on because they, they no, were able to. No, but I would, I would figure out a way to help, though I'm not really sure how, how quickly I could get over a 15-foot fence. I don't know. Do I have wire cutters on me? No, you've got a combine of your own. Oh, I'm driving a combine. No, no, no. You, you're in the stands watching, but you've got a combine parked on the side that you could run to. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, man, do I have like a wrench or anything I can throw at the other combines? No, I think that might be you faster. Don't. No, you don't. Oh no! Um, I don't know. This is tough. I don't think I could do anything fast enough, and I'd probably just freeze up and scream. <laughs> What is, then what if you what if you did and you saved the hipster, right? And then he just goes, Hey, you saved my life. That's so that's so hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be pretty par for the course for the lives of If he was just like saved. that's so stupid. <laughs> you know how people usually respond when you save their life? They go, uh <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> yeah. So uh so you had fun at the Combine uh, demolition derby. Yeah, once the machines are all smashed up, like at the end when they're all turned off, they let you down and you get to take pictures with them. Uh, and they did like um, tractor racing and tractor tug of war. It was really fun. Oh, they had trick shooters. It was really great. It was really a fun thing. I think people should go if they're not going to make fun of the people there. Yeah, don't make fun of the people wherever you go, right? Yeah, they had a big um, tiger bouncy castle. Wait, uh, uh, and strangely uh, enough, the Doctor Who booth. <laughs> they had hold on. They had a, a, a they had a, a a bouncy castle shaped like a tiger. Yes. Okay, and then a, that a Doctor Who what? Just like a Doctor Who booth. Like the phone booth. Um. No, it was like a you know people can sell their arts and crafts, and somebody had made just like a ton of Doctor Who merch. Like what? Like what? What did they make? Um, like no, 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 embroidered no. lanyards and like, um, what are those called? Uh, that you pick up hot pants with. Did you pick up hot pants with? Somebody no, a doctor pans, who like, hot pants? <laughs> oven, oven mitts. They made oh, hot oven mitts. pants. <laughs> I thought you said hot pants. <laughs> they didn't run out of the gutter. <laughs> Doctor Who. I got I got no time for this stuff. Did that one dude finally quit? What's his face? Malcolm Gladwell. 
The guy played Malcolm Gladwell on the, the thick of it. What's that? What's his name again? Peter Capaldi. Oh. No, I think he's still showrunner, isn't he? He's showrunner of the thing. No, he's Doctor Who. Oh, he, I don't know. So he's going to be there for a while. He's going to be there for a while, huh, Dudio? I think it's time for an American Doctor Who. I really think that would liven it up, right? Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it definitely wouldn't be anything like Terminator or something like that. Like, why don't they just put, like, a cool American? We got cool Americans here, right? <laughs> they put the dude who, they should put the dude Joel Kinnaman from, like, like, if Paul Walker was still with us, he would be a good Doctor Who, Right. Yeah, I think like, that would be nice. Like that a guy like charming. that. Like who's a guy like that? Who's yeah. like a who's like a William Fitchner would be a good Doctor Who, right? Fitch. Uh, Do you know who I don't that know. is? You know who that is? <laughs> I'm a I'm an artist, so I'm always a little art hole, and I don't know what's going on in the outside world. Mm, art. Don't quiz me on things, please. <laughs> right? Lee Ronaldo is Doctor Who. What about that? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Lee Ronaldo from Sonic Youth. I think Lee Ronaldo would make a good Doctor Who, right? You don't know. All right. Thanks for calling. Uh, She don't know who Lee Ronaldo is. I think I think he'd be a good Doctor Who, Lee Ronaldo. So yeah, summer vacation. I went away. I went away. I was down the shore for a while. That's right. That's what we do in New Jersey. You go to the shore. The Jersey Shore. It's so beautiful down there. If you go to the right places. Quiet. Yeah, there's trash boardwalks and stuff like that. You can be, you do as much. That's the thing about the Jersey Shore is like you can be as trash. You tell, you tell it how trashy you want it to be. If you just want total garbage, then you then you garbage it up. If you want quiet and beauty, then you do that. You tell it. Yeah, we had a nice place right on the beach. Look out the window every day, see uh, see the ocean, like like literally right out the back. So great. I don't know. I'm doing something wrong. That's what I need every day. I can actually feel myself get like, look, I'm not good at relaxing. I, I realize that. Big shocker, right? There's a big, big shocker. I'm not good at relaxing. But I was actually able to re- to relax to some degree. Perfect weather. I loved it. I had such a nice time. It's as close as I'm ever going to get to being relaxed. Yeah, it was like two. We had. It did not rain. It rained one night. One night. Oh, it's such a nice time.
but I did look. I went up on the, I went to the boardwalk. I went to uh, Seaside Heights, or as people call it, Sleazeside Heights. I don't. I call it Seaside Heights. I show it the respect that it deserves. And that is something else, man. You ain't you ain't never seen uh, Seaside Heights Boardwalk. When I was a kid and I would go, there would be like one bar that would be filled with like trash people. And then they started the show Jersey Shore and suddenly acting like a monster became aspirational. So suddenly everybody was all over the place acting like trash. But it's nice. There's a lot. You see all sorts of people. Everybody's on the boardwalk. They're all eating garbage. One thing's worse than the next. And I'm right there with them, pounding it back. Look, I mean, I had a small cone here and there. I wasn't going, I wasn't eating fried Oreos or any of that stuff. I heard one guy call lovingly. I'm telling you, this guy, he was not yelling at his kid. I'm pretty sure I heard him call his kid the R word. Like, not in a mean, I'm, I could not be 100% sure. I thought I heard it. I thought I heard him. And then I'm walking one night, and I'm wearing my, uh, I, this uh, King Crimson shirt. I got this t-shirt. And then, uh, one guy's like, uh, King Crimson, cool. I'm like, yeah, man. Then this other guy comes up to me and he goes, all right, King Crimson, man, Lark's tongue's in aspic. I get it. They don't. And like he pointed at everyone else. I get it. They don't. Like, yeah. Great album. He goes, yeah, I met Fripp like four times. I met him at like a guitar center. It's like, oh, he, he must have been thrilled with you. Were you wearing jorts when you met him? Like you're wearing tonight? I don't know. I find that relaxed. I find it ain't good with just sitting still as relaxation. I think it's just doing things without consequence help me relax more. So yeah, I would walk, go on walks. Walk on the beach, walk on the boardwalk, walk! Sitting one night uh, on the boardwalk looking for a place to eat with uh, uh, my uh, uh, lady friend, Terry T, my wife. And there's like this music playing. And then you realize it's like a guy doing it live. It was all kind of sounded kind of prefab. It sounded, it sounded canned. And then it's like, wait, no, that's not canned. There's a guy doing this live. 
And he's up there talking about uh, between songs. Like he was interpreting everything with like a steel drum kind of feel. But he didn't have a steel drum. I, I don't think he did. I think he had just like keyboards and stuff. Like he did like an instrumental steel drum kind of version of uh, Adele. Hello. But then he started talking about uh, the music of the islands. And then I was like, uh, what islands is this guy talking about? Staten Island? Like, it's the only islands. The only islands this guy knows are Staten and Long. It's just like, this dude ain't from the islands. The Isle of Staten is where he's from. He's from the island of the Impractical Jokers and Jim Hanley's universe. Or, sorry, it's JHU now. Hey, Jim Hanley ain't there no more. So I'm just relaxing in this beautiful place we got. One night I'm just reading. like between it's a one in the morning maybe even later maybe after one closer to two even and I'm just laying in this one the one side couch thing and then I hear um like I, 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 Terry was asleep and then I hear her like lay down on the couch in the main room and I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go to bed now. I'm like Hey Terry, get up. Don't don't sleep out here. Let's we'll just go to the to bed. Then uh Then I look and I'm like, Oh, that's not Terry And it is a frat dude laying on the couch and I'm like I don't know you. He's passed out. And I was like, I assumed he was staying with the people upstairs because there were two, there were two uh, uh, apartments or, or houses in this big place. So I'm like, hey, get up. Took me about three minutes before he like finally went, Meh. And he was, like, passed out wearing his backwards baseball cap. I'm telling you, like, he looked like Chad Smith in the, like, a young Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm like, hey, get up. You're in the wrong place. He goes, no, I'm not. So I guess we left our front door open. In the stairwell, he, so somebody left the front door of the whole place open. He gets in that way. Then he just drunkenly staggers into like our place, thinking it's the place he's trying to go to and falls, just falls on the couch. Like, hey, you're in the wrong place. No, I'm not. Like, I'm like, I don't want to call the cops on this dude. He's probably upstairs. where he belongs he's a, a drunk dope 
Get up. You're in the wrong place. So I go upstairs, start banging on their door to say, say, hey, your, your dumb friend passed out on our couch. Nobody answers. Like, I don't know where they are. Their door was even, their door uh, opened. And I started yelling into the door like, hey, hey, hey. Nobody says a thing. Then I come down. And Terry, my wife. She's like, what's going on? It's like, there's some frat dude asleep on the couch. I think he belongs upstairs. And then she goes, she picks a knife up. She had a knife in her hand. She goes over to him. She screams in his face. And this is why she's, look, I'm like Barb. She's like, Terry's like 11. I'm like Barb. I want to be like 11. She is 11. She's tough. She goes, get up! She might have thrown a couple words in, uh, not fit for broadcast. And he's like, what? She's like, get up! And then he's like, what? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like, he's like, I'm going to go from my buddy's place. My buddy's place. And then he like leaves. Like, he, she goes, get out! Get out! I'm like, and he like, drunkenly gets out at least drunk he might have been worse than drunk I thought he was just drunk he might have been on drugs so so he gets up staggers out the door and then just like leaves the building he didn't go upstairs to his buddy's place like staggers out and she's like get out then we lock the door and then the next day, it's like, uh, we say to the people upstairs, uh, hey, your friend, uh, Pat, they're like, well, ain't don't sound like none of our friends. So what, this dimwit staggered around drunk? And he had like a wristband on, so he's clearly coming from a bar, who knows where. Staggers into the, into like the, the place he thought was his place. And then just falls asleep on the couch. I will give him credit. He left the bar, staggered down the street, or even down the beach, went inside, fell asleep on someone's couch, gets screamed at with someone waving a knife at him, gets out, goes out on the street the whole time, that baseball cap did not budge, man. That baseball cap, his baseball cap game was on point. Hey, you might have had that thing stapled to his head. So just lock your doors, everybody, okay? Lock your doors. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Lock your doors. So then we're in the greatest mood, greatest vacation. I come back thinking this is, um, I got my life. I know how to live it now and I'm going to be that. Then we're leaving yesterday. 
Man, Terry's car overheats on the park. Oh, God, on the parkway. Like, no, okay, we're back in reality now. Okay, here it is. When you're trying to, like, pour coolant into a, a, a car engine on the side of the highway, everybody's slow down staring at you like you're uh, their entertainment for 15 seconds. It's like, oh, okay, great. That's And when was this vacation? Uh, four years ago? Oh, earlier today we were still there. Well, that's gone. Now I got weirdos staring at us trying to get a put coolant in a car engine on the side of the highway. Yeah. I can get it back. I got to get it back, Dudio. Dudio. How do I get it back? He's not here anymore, is he? Did he leave? Is anyone there? I don't know. Duty might have split. Maybe he's going to the Bruce Springsteen show or something. Dudio? Yeah. Oh, you are there. This is what I, this is another thing I like about Dudio. If I if I said to, any time I say anything to Mike, this mic, this mic is ready for airtime, man. I've never seen anybody ready to be on the air more than Mike. This studio, he don't care. He's half out. The, he's, 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 he's doing other stuff out there. I don't know what he's doing. He's playing Tetris. He just got into Tetris, too. Isn't that weird? Is that weird? He's like, hey, you ever play Tetris? Again, I'm giving him a super size. He doesn't have a... You ever play Tetris? He doesn't sound like that at all. But he's out there playing Tetris. Like He's like, these blocks are different different shapes. He's like, I'll tell you one thing. Don't let them go past that line or the game's over. It's like, yeah, it's Tetris. We know. I think he found Tetris because they're making a Tetris movie. He came to the game because there's a movie. He's such a movie lover. I'm looking at uh, Twitter now. Hey, Dudio. Are those two uh, fellas still hanging out there? They can come in and, and sit if they want. And they can watch. Keep quiet. Quiet. Quiet on the set. Are we going to do the half hour power tonight? Yeah. Let's do the half hour power. It'd be fun to do it without uh, without uh, Mike and Pat, right? Without Mike and Pat all up in the video. It's always Suge Knight with me. I always think of that Suge Knight when he went and jumped up on the BT Awards. I think that's one of the prime. Are there headphones for these guys? Any chance? Headphones. Headphones. You guys can listen to calls with the headphones on. Okay, there you go. Headphones. Can you hear me? Am I? Can you hear me in the headphones? You can hear me. We'll talk to you later. All right, Jason. Studio. His name is Jason, actually. Not uh. Slaw dog. 
that was it. That that thankfully came and went. The whole slaw dog thing. No one talks about it anymore. So nobody calls him slaw dog anymore. You know what I mean? Nobody calls him slaw dog. I don't want to hear any of you guys calling him slaw dog. Hey, slaw dog. What's up, slaw? Man, and that's another thing we did. It. He Jason told a story uh, on the air when when Mike. And Pat and me were here, and it was about his nickname, Slaw Dog, when he was in high school. Mike was so mad. He thought that was the most anticlimactic story he ever heard. I thought it was all right. Best show. Hi. Hi. Uh, This is Gavin from Kalamazoo. Gavin from Kalamazoo. Now, it's Gavin. Gavin. You called me a couple weeks ago because you were upset when we did a topic called What's the Dumbest First Name? Was it dumb was it dumbest? I think it was dumbest. Yeah. And you called defending the name Gavin. And Mm -hmm. I, I said to you, if you wanted to make a case I would I would take the name Gavin off of the the because Gavin and Gwyneth were the two names that came in as the dumbest first names. Right now, you I told you that you could write an essay that mm-hmm. explained why Gavin was not the dumbest first name, and that if it. If it passed the, if it passed, uh, my, my, uh, little, uh, whatever you want to call it, my, my test, not that I have a test, but whatever, that, that it would, that I would, I would strike it as the number one dumb name. But what's the, what's the penalty if it doesn't? Um, well, you, you give me an exemption from having the dumbest name or, or my name being dumb. But if I don't like this but essay, I, uh, this 500-word essay, which I made you write. That's right. Oh, well, if you don't like it, then um, Gavin is the dumbest name, and I also have the dumbest name. That's right. So here's the essay. The Case okay. the case for Gavin by Gavin from Kalamazoo. And it starts off, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it starts off with like a little quote. And the knights in that castle shouted with pleasure, proud to stand in his presence, Gawain, eternally praised, bearer of excellence, most able, most knightly, best on earth, most famous, most honored of men. Excerpt from Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, author unknown. Sir Gawain, the legendary knight of King Arthur's Round Table, is commonly known as one of the most chivalrous and compassionate members of that illustrious group. While Gawain is not frequently used as a given name in the modern era, it is much better known in its late medieval English form, Gavin. Today, the name Gavin provides the best of both worlds. Neither is commonplace and anonymous as Jim, Dave, or Mike. I love by the sidebar, like you took a shot at Mike with that. I like that. <laughs> Nor as overly precious as Maverick, Brooklyn, or Kale. 
Do you know, is there really anyone named Kale, Gavin? I've, I've heard this. Yeah, there's all right, that. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there are those who deride Gavin as a, quote, dumb name. No doubt thinking of the Rossdales, the DeGraws, and the, what is this, the one? McGinnis. McGinnis. From, from Vice what is that? Magazine. What is that? From what? Vice Magazine. From Vice Magazine. I don't even know yeah, he, who that is. Oh, I've, I've read about him. He's, he's... Okay. I'll take your word <laughs> I'm, I'm, for it. I'm ruining my own thesis. Never mind. I'll take your word for it. I'll take yeah. your word. Look, there are probably others who 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 complain about that, Gavin, as much as they complain about Gavin Rossdale from Bush and Gavin DeGraw, who sings what song now? Uh, I don't even... Just, uh... Okay, never mind. Yeah. However, many more Gavins aspire to the example set by Sir Gawain. Gavins from around the world who have made various valuable contributions to society in numerous fields, such as science, Sir Gavin De Beer, embryologist and director of the British Museum. His work helped to lead our current understanding of evolutionary biology. Literature, Gavin Douglas. In 1513, he was the first to translate Virgil's Ionid. I can never say that. I'm not smart. Gavin? Aeneid, I think. How is it? Aeneid? Aeneid. So, but you don't know. You put it in an essay, but you don't exactly know how to say it, huh? Well, I don't speak Latin. Hmm. Fair enough. Well, I, I, last time I checked, the rest of this thing is not written in Latin. But... Gavin Maxwell, Scottish naturalist and the author of Ring of Bright Water, namesake of Maxwell's otter, a subspecies which he discovered. Music. Gavin Harrison, one of the 50 top one of the 50 greatest drummers of all time as determined by Modern Drummer magazine and the third best drummer of the past 25 years according to Rolling Stone. He has played with recent incarnations of King Crimson along with several other bands so you Played to the house on that one. <laughs> I thought you might like that. Film and TV. Gavin Hood. Director of Tsotsi. Is that what it is? I Again, you don't know. Yeah. You yeah. don't know. Which won the best Oscar for far, best foreign language film in 2006. He went on to direct X-Men Origins Wolverine, which while kind of lousy, had that cool opening sequence where Wolverine and Sable t- Sabretooth fight in all the wars. <laughs> the character Gavin from two episodes of The League, played by friend of the best show, Brett Gelman. It's very true. Politics. Gavin Newsom, currently the lieutenant governor of California, but in 2004 as mayor of San Francisco, he defied the then-current California state law to issue marriage licenses to gay couples. The future. Finally, we look to Gavin Turek, a Los Angeles-based singer who was named one of Spin's, Spin Magazine's top five artists to watch for in 2015. She represents Gavin as an inclusive name that men and women of all races can enjoy. Does anybody really enjoy their na- first name, though, Gavin? <laughs> Is anybody enjoying it? Maybe I got a little, uh, you got a little, you little got a little carried away there. there. Yeah, yeah, carried away. 
In conclusion, judge the name Gavin not by the least of those who bear it, but instead by those of us who choose to live up to the potential of our name, carrying the banner of Sir Gawain onward as altruistic, kind individuals. Like our namesake knight, we remain, quote, for good known and as purified gold, void of every villainy, with virtues adorned. Gavin? You've made your case. The Yay. The ro- no, no. You made what, your case. What? I didn't say okay. you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you made your case. And I'm going to say. I'm striking the name Gavin as the dumbest name. You made your case. You did it. Thank you, you Tom. You did it. That means it defaults to what? what was, let me look now to go back into my notebook. And see, what were some of the finalists here? Judd? That guy guy hires people. I'm not going to say that. There's a Judd that gives uh, jobs to funny people. Gavin, I'm crossing that off now. Chad? Chad's so on the nose, though. Chad's like weird science. Wasn't there a Chad in weird science? But then again, Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers, he don't seem so smart. The only thing that I remember about the name Chad is that the band Live had two guys named Chad in it. I'm putting this back. It's open. It's an open. We're open now for who's got the dumbest uh, first na- for for uh, male first name. It's open. Hey, uh, Dudio, can you shut the air off for a, a few minutes? Thank you. Congratulations, Gavin. You did it. You made your case. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for the effort. Come on in. Have a seat. Bicycle. 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 Bicycle, bicycle. Uh, Jason, are there headphones by any chance? Only two pairs? Do we only have two pairs? Oh, a separate bowl. How about that? Well, how about that? Look at that, would you? Best show. Hi. 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 To whom am I speaking? This is Paige from Los Angeles. Paige from Los Angeles. Where in Los Angeles are you calling from, Paige, if you don't mind me asking, without you getting too specific? Um, West Adams area, so like near L.A. Live, mm-hmm. Staples Center. Near the Staples Center, near that movie theater. Yes. I don't know what it's called, but they have lots of theaters in it. And there's that hotel that feels like... The hotel where No Country for Old Men was filmed, but it isn't. Hotel Figueroa. Is it the Figueroa? It's the one that has a backyard that like people they have parties at and things. Oh, I like, don't know. I'm not cool enough to go to hotel yeah. parties. Well, let me tell you something. I stayed there once because I worked on this one TV show once, and they put us up there. And then uh, they were like, here's for the... The rap party for the 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 series rap party. So they put us up there. Oh wow, we're all staying at this hotel, 
I get in my room like, oh, look at this, uh, look at this, uh, the, it's, it's, it's got like a, Mor- a Moroccan theme and the roof has like these, these like red sheets hanging at like angles. And it's like, then you realize, wait, wait a minute, they just hung sheets over because the ceiling's falling <laughs> apart at this place. It just collects the dirt from falling on your head when you're trying to sleep. I gotta try that out at my place. <laughs> yeah. So what's up, Paige? What's going on? Um, so I have two things. The first is like a summer thing, but since you reopened the dumbest name, um, I have a suggestion. Yes. I would like to hear the dumbest name first. Okay. I went to a high school with a boy named Laker. His mom was giving birth during a Laker game, so she named her son Laker. That's pretty bad. But that's, that's like an outlier of a name. Okay. <laughs> it is an outlier. Um, and the summer thing was, so you know the song you were singing? The system of sound? Wait, that's not Echo and the Bunny Men? Or um, maybe it's them first, but I don't think so. I think it's System of a Down. I might be very wrong. Do you like those guys? Father, Um, you have (laughs) forsaken me in my eyes, forsaken me, right? Um, In seventh grade, I liked them a lot. But recently, I've gotten really into this song. It's a mashup of Crocodile Rock by Elton John and... System of a Down, Chop Suey, and it sounds like David Bowie. Wait a minute. To it, Hold on. Like, Where is this? <laughs> this is, is this on? If you type in on Google Crocodile Chop, it's the first video pops up. Neil Garcia or something like that. Crocodile it literally sounds Chop. Like, yeah. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to check. I, I listen check. to it on the summer, I'm gonna like check multiple this. times a day. So this is half. Hold on. But hold on, first I gotta kill the bed music. Do that. The chorus is what sounds like Bowie. Pretty good, I gotta say. Thanks. The the part you were just singing, the... In my eyes, first date. That's like my favorite part of the song. I just listen to it. Oh, it's Bowie, man. (laughs) This is pretty solid. Yeah, I listen to it too much this summer. It's kind of my song of the summer. Everybody's got their own song of the summer. Everybody's yeah, what's got yours? Their, what was my song in the summer? Yeah. Probably Shaving Cream. So usually that song, Shaving Cream. It seems to be By the who? song of every uh, song of the summer for me, Shaving Cream. Who's it by? I don't know if anybody. It yeah. might, it might buy, be by a guy named Public Domain, I think. <laughs> Benny Bell did Shaving Cream. Shaving Cream. It's a song where this old creep is... uh Pretending he's going to curse, and then he says, And I slipped in a pile of shaving cream. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's my um, song of the summer. So, also, my summer was kind of, uh, the tone was set. It was, you buy the best show. and mm. How so? The airport. 
And then um, I listened to the best show afterwards, and it was very therapeutic. And it was uh, an episode where someone was joking about naming their dog Rollins Band. And then a week later, I got a cat, and so I named him Rollins Band. You named your cat Rollins Band. Can you do me a favor and send me a picture of your cat? Yeah, he's so cute. He's ringworm right now, though, so he's, like, yeah, in a small enclosure. But he's still fluffy, so I'll send you a picture of him. No offense to your cat. You're making the case for how cute he is. The first thing you don't want to do is bring up the ringworm he's currently dealing with. Well, he's going to be of... in, like, a cage, so it's going to be... I'll find yeah, an older picture cute. when he was smaller. Yeah. He, I, I found him under a shed, so, you know, but you do what you can with No, that, uh, obviously your cat sounds great. Thank you. I'll you send know, you a picture of Rollins' band. I call him Ricky for short. Do you remember when Dudio, the guy from... Do you know Dudio on the show? Do you know who that is? I'm aware of Dudio. He was making a pretty good living at one point flipping cats. Like he, what? Like he would, no, not physically flipping them. He would get a cat, he'd buy a cat off someone and then and then flip it the way people flip houses. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Oh, okay. Did that, he, you like, were, make him... You were horrified <laughs> by what he actually was doing. No. I he was, and wasn't. you know where he like, was doing it? Soup him up, put a bow on him, sell him for. He, yeah, he, exactly. Much. He'd clean him up and he'd flip him. Like you buy oh a, you, you buy like a down market cat. <laughs> he'd, he'd brush, brush a cat's fur. Buy, <laughs> I think he's just gathering them up. You might well, buy, you might end up buying your own cat back from him. We just end up keeping all of the cats. Like when a drug dealer tries to sell drugs, it just wouldn't work for me. That's what he said his downfall was. He said he started getting high off his own supply, and but he meant is by that he meant and he, he got fifty he was, cats he, running around. He was cuddling with the cats. That's what he meant by getting high off his own supply. It was just him <laughs> cuddling with the cats. You know, if you have more than like. Three cats. Also, a friend just told me this, so it might totally be a lie. But apparently, if you have, like, more than three cats, you get this parasite in your body that makes you want to have more cats near you. Um, yeah, that, I'm gonna say your friend was lying to you. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like it's from a movie. Some cat yeah, it parasite. Might, it might just be a lie. Yeah, I think your friend was, uh, was, uh, pulling a fast one on you. All right. Well, thanks. Um, for the I have a question. Oh, okay. What's the question? Is it kosher to call into the be- uh, into the hour half hour of power if you called into the best show? You do whatever you want, Paige. You do whatever you want. If it makes sense, you do it. Okay. You, cool, you ain't thanks. hurting no one, right? Yeah, I try not to hurt anyone. Good. <laughs> thanks. All right. You have a great night. Thanks. Yeah, next week I'll, I will I will have seen sausage. I will talk about Sausage Party next week. I'll see it this week. People donated money to get me to go see Sausage Party, and I said I was going to keep all the money, and we got like $1,300, but I'm giving it to an to a food bank in New Jersey, all the money. And I'm even throwing in 500 of my own money. How about that? No wonder I can't get out from under this rock. I throw my own money in. 
should just take, I had a chance to take $1,300 to be up $1,300. I'm going to be down 500 now. That goes, man. I don't get it. I hear Dudio screening the calls out there. I'll tell you. He's got a different approach than Mike. I think I'm really ready to shuttle both those guys. They might not. They might be out. Pat and Mike. Might be gone. Best show. Good evening, Tom. It's uh, Angus from Scotland. Angus from Scotland. Yes. How are you, Angus? Uh, not too bad. What time is it there? What, what, what time is it there in Scotland? It is 4.26 a.m. 4.26 a.m. Yes. So what's going on tonight, Angus? Uh, not much in particular. Um, I'm calling to apologize in advance to Fred from uh, Honolulu. And why would you want to apologize in advance to Fred from Honolulu? I I, I promised him that I was going to bring him some whiskey when I was in New York uh, later on in the year. However, I will not be in New York now. You don't have to apologize to him. He's an all right guy. No, he, look, he is an all right guy. But why do you got to put, you're, you're not guy. Is he, was he, did he buy you a ticket to go? No, 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 no. Yeah, don't apologize to him. Unless you're just showing off that you were going to hang out with Fred from Honolulu. And that's depressing. No, I, I felt that this was the correct place to do that. That guy, and I'll say this, this Fred from Honolulu, I love this guy. I love him to the end of the earth. But this dude, he stirs it up. And then he then he turns and he watches it burn and he laughs to himself. He tries to get me fighting with uh, with uh, Chris uh, Gethard. He say, me and Chris Gethard are great great friends. Fred tries mm-hmm. to get between us, get us fighting. Pits this one against that one. Words out, words out on you, Fred. No more. Hey, he's dividing and conquering. What can I say? What's he conquering though? Really? What? What, what what conquering has this guy done? That's true. The only thing he's got going for him is that mother load of money waiting for him when he goes back to Honolulu. Because he's he there, and he doesn't like... He, this is the part he doesn't like me talking about so much, is that I've heard he, this, yeah. he's a rich kid. He's They call him Fancy Fred <laughs> back in Honolulu. He comes here, he's doing his whole uh, Prince and the Pauper routine, pretending he's <laughs> just struggling like everyone else. And um, then he just goes back there and he lives like uh, the one dude from, uh, from uh, he lives like the guy from uh, Magnum P.I. What's his face? With the, with Tom the, Selleck? No, not Tom Selleck. The one with the thin mustache, the one with the Bud Abbott mustache. Higgins, yes. Thank you. Who said that? <laughs> My knowledge is limited. Higgins. He lives like Higgins okay. when he goes back there. Well, Angus, I'm sorry you're not coming to the States. Maybe another uh, time. I also wanted to inform you just quickly that that is a real disease with the cats. Hold on. There's a disease. If you get three cats, it infects it's humans a- that make them get more cats? It, it doesn't quite work 
like three cats and you're done. But uh, there's a there's a viral infection you can get from a cat. Yeah, it's called I like cats is what it's called. Hmm? I have the same thing, but with records. Is there a virus, some thing coming off of al- of vinyl? Guitars. Guitars? I have not had an issue with guitars. How many guitars do you have? At the moment, four. What if I start playing guitar? Wouldn't that be the worst thing I could um, ever do? Could you imagine how dumb I would look playing guitar? Wouldn't that be the literally the dumbest thing you could think of if I started a band at this point of my life? I know how dumb I look, so it's fine. What if I just started a band... And it was just called like, uh, like just like some. We just started, just played like, what would we play? Like, what would be a good sound for me to just do? Right, I'd have to do the heaviest, dumbest band ever, and play I wearing could do like, like a, noise bow, like noise rock. Nah, I'm not gonna do just, noise just rock. Just aggressive sound. No, I'd want to play and want to sound like um, what would we want to sound like? Almond Brothers. Right? <laughs> Is that Almond Brothers? Right? Yeah. Must be your man. I don't know. That's Almond Brothers, right? The Little River Band. The Little River Band. Or who's a, who's a yeah. great Scottish act that we could sound like? Uh, are, are we looking? Oh, Average White Band. Average White Band's the best funk band of all time. It's a bunch of guys from Inverness from the 70s who were on Soul Train, and they're amazing. What about uh, Simple Minds? Were they Scottish? They were Scottish, yes. Yeah, right? You could also have... What's your um, favorite Simple Minds song? What's your favorite Simple Minds song? The the one that everyone knows. Which one? Alive and Kicking? Uh, is, is that not Don't You Forget About Me? Is that no, not the, the Breakfast Club one? Not, don't worry about that one. No, Simple Minds. You don't like that song in, uh, somewhere in the summertime? You have a deeper knowledge than I do. What can I say? I thought you'd know this stuff. It's like this is your countryman. You, yeah, that's like saying I know all the bagpipe songs as well. It's it's, it's No, it's saying. not like saying that. It's like saying it's a rock group. I'm not, asking, rock you know, I'm not asking you to know things from 400 years ago. I mean, it's a <laughs> rock group. There's, there's much better rock groups. Like who? Uh, Idlewild, uh, one of the best Scottish rock bands no, in the last twenty years. What, what's their What's their? I, 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 everything I've heard about them, I thought was okay, but uh, they they put uh, out now called uh, Hundred Broken Windows. What's another good? What's the best Scottish band? Bell and Sebastian. Is that the best Scottish uh, band? Uh, yeah, right? some people like them. Right? Remember that one song they did? Remember that one song? Rudy yeah. Tootie, Fresh and Fruity. Remember that song? I, I, again, not my kind of thing. You don't know that song? Rudy Tootie, Fresh I, and Fruity by Bell and Sebastian? I do not know that song. It's like... Rudy Tootie, Fresh and Fruity. Pancakes all day long. Rudy Tootie, Fresh and Fruity. You don't know that one? I think I might have an active children to block You need to brush up on your Scottish rock history. You don't. You probably don't even know Waterfront by Simple Minds. I don't, no. Who did Jim Kerr marry? You can name that one. Come on. (laughs) Who was he married Uh, to? um, Chrissy Hines from The Pretenders. Come on. Okay, okay. 
really I mean, it's half four in the morning here. You've got to give me some time. That's a fair point. You are calling at almost five in the morning. Yeah. All right. You have a great night, buddy. Thanks, Tom. Best show. Thanks, Tom. Hello? Hi. Hi. Is this Tom? It is. Hey, uh, I'm actually a first-time caller, first time watching the show. I just started watching it an hour ago. Wait. And you can watch this show? Oh no. <laughs> Why didn't anybody tell me? Where's the camera in here? <laughs> I uh me and my friends watched that cartoon Steven Universe and I said, you know, that guy who voices his dad, he sounds kinda cool, so well, thanks, I looked man. him up and bad. you know. There's uh, no way you were watching that and said the guy doing that voice seems kind of cool. Let me find out if he does some other broadcasting. This story well, no, is I just, so I shaky. I looked him up, and I, I looked up your Twitter, and you were doing a show, so I just All right, well, that's, that's a fair way to do it. You, you, you kind of embellished it from an angle that made no sense to say, like, this guy seems pretty cool doing this voice. I gotta find out more about him. Uh, you, you, I have to apologize. I'm a little, that little drunk, nervous calling, you know. All right, where are you calling from again? Uh, I'm from New York. Where in New York? Uh, Long Island. I go to college uh, in Manhattan. Nice. Uh, actually, uh, besides that, I wanted to talk about that last quote. There actually is something that cats can give you that gets you like addicted to them. Mm-hmm. No, there's not. Like. When a cat scratches you, like, yeah. I heard this oh, on cat NPR. scratch fever, right? You get cat scratch no, like, fever? When a cat scratches you, they have, like, feces on their nails that mm. gives you toxoplasmosis, I believe it's called. And it makes you more predisposed predisposed to wanting cats. Because, I mean, I heard this one thing. It's just like, uh, I mean, look, to be fair, I don't know where they come from. But they sure do come, right? <laughs> yeah. And I hope they're coming for me. I mean, the I first time it. I caught it, I was ten years old. Really? And I got it from some kitty next door. And then I, I went well, to I see the doctor, and he gave me the cure. What's that? I probably got it when I was like eight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Really? Bike shop. Okay. The- guy who owned the place had a cat and he told me not to pet the cat but i did and the man in the bicycle shop (laughs) all-time great quotes if you can name that quote kid i'll paypal you thirty dollars you have to say who said it you have to say who said it character name actor name episode the show name and you have five seconds. And the name of the character. Uh, right. uh Conrad Bain said it. Conrad Bain said it. He played Mr. Drummond on different strokes. He said it about Gordon Jump, who was portraying Mr. Horton, the owner of the bicycle shop, on the episode of Different Strokes, a two-parter. Well, I'll be sure to watch that. Hey, uh, Arnold. Does Gordon Jump swinging for Emmy glory? And I'm assuming coming up short. <laughs> so but, you uh, yeah, I, I wanted it? to just. Uh, 
apologies. Go ahead. No, you you clearly have more to say here about cat mitosis or whatever it was. What was it now? No, no, it's toxoplasmosis. No, no. Toxoplasmosis. No, really, it's a real thing. Oh, you gotta look it sounds it. real. Yeah. Toxoplasmosis. Cat scratch fever. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing dangerous, right? You feel well, no pain dangerous. when you get well, it? Actually, it is dangerous to pregnant women. Uh -huh. If a pregnant woman catches it, uh -huh. like it basically does the same thing Zika does to them. I heard it makes a grown man cry. Right? <laughs> I didn't hear that. Okay. Well, I'm reading an article here that a guy who says he had it, he said... um. He actually says he gave them cat scratch fever. They got a bad cat. Oh this, oh, this is a song, cat scratch. I'm sorry. This is not an article. Well, uh, no, I'm going to go now, but just wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, you didn't tell me when you're going. Oh, you're done with me. You're going to go. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Z, man. How you doing? Oh, boy. Wait. Oh, wait. Who is this now? The Z-Man. Oh, I thought it was somebody different. Hey, what's up, Z-Man? Not much. How are you? Hold on. Let me just put you on hold for one second. Hey, Dudio? Why'd you let him through? Kristen. Kristen's working the phones out there now. Thank. First of all, thank you, Kristen, for it. She left. Okay. But this guy, this is guys on that list. Why do you think I wrote that list up? Yeah, he's the, it's the only name on the list. Well, I guess I better just take the call in. Hey, Z-Man, what's up? Hey, I, I, I figured I'd call. I thought you were always happy to hear oh, from me. Oh, I love so hearing I from you. You know I love hearing from you, buddy. You know I'm just teasing you, Z-Man. Well, what was that? You know I'm just teasing you, buddy. I know, yes. I love um, you, Z-Man. We went to a comic book convention together. Yeah, I actually had a, a little mini story uh, connected to that, actually. We were ready to save the day. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. some mutant was walking around dressed like I, I was like, that's not a superhero costume. This guy seems like he's <laughs> up to something. And then naturally, it turns out it was a supervillain created by Kevin Smith. On yeah. a Montepilla. Yeah, so about that, um, this weekend, Sunday... I went to a local comic shop. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend, an artist, Chris Russo, was doing some drawings for, I guess, the, the Jack Kirby 99th birthday. Uh, I guess they have some... some Happy birthday to maybe, Jack Kirby. Maybe. We're actually hoping to get him on the show uh, for his big 99th and uh, talk to him about some of the things he's created over the years. Wait, Jack Kirby? Yeah. Jack King Kirby, <laughs> his name I don't is. know if I want to be the... There are bad news for you. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? You've been gone for like 22 years. Oh, no. Then who have I been arranging the booking with? <laughs> oh, boy. Look, he's great. Jack Kirby was great. Great. St I, I prefer his storytelling more than his drawing. I'm one of the few. I like the way he <laughs> doled out a story. You ever seen those old comic books when, like, Stan Lee would just, like, draw a bubble and then, like, write in it as if he was, like, the other Crumb brother? <laughs> like, just, like, write, like, way too much plot in, like, one bubble. You're just like, 
Why did it take me an hour and a half to read this comic book? Yeah, the, the older ones are longer to read. Yeah, thankfully that's when they switched to comic books where it's just like, I feel like this was not a great value when you're like reading it. It's just like a giant two-page thing of like a somebody punching someone in the face. It was like, this is too far the other way. Yeah, I actually just read this Darth Vader comic mm-hmm. maybe last week. Yeah. And I finished it like less than two minutes and I was like, wait, that's it? That's over? I mean, it was, I guess, more about the visuals and there was not much dialogue. But I was reading it on the, um, you know, the app too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. you're not flipping actual pages. You're just kind of swiping. And I, it was like over in a blink. And I'm like, really? Three ninety nine for that? It, hey. Yeah. He's a villain, right? <laughs> I guess so. Those those won. those round planets that he seems to be obsessed with as the only form of fighting anyone, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, is a round, just a round moon shaped thing that shoots lasers from it. It's not a pattern here, you guys. Uh, you guys are zero for six on these. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they don't have many other ideas. Yeah, you guys. Anybody at some point going to speak up at one of those things and go like, uh, can we maybe, uh, the next, uh, weapon we're all coming up with here? It doesn't seem to be working, these, these <laughs> moon shaped things that shoot a concentrated laser at. Sure, we're blowing up planets at w- early on, but they're all blown, they all got blown up. I think we might need to switch to something other than that. You must be excited for Rogue One where we get to see how they stole the plans for the big one. Yeah, the plans for the first one that we know, like, oh, the prequel that everyone wants, right? (laughs) Because it's almost like, it's almost like people complained about how boring the prequels were. It's just like, hey, well, here's the, this goes before the one. It's even more boring. (laughs) This has, this isn't even the Senate commission discussing stuff. This is architects drawing blueprints. We're going to make you beg for those council meetings. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a weird world Z man. It is. You know, um, I love you, buddy. But, but what, oh yeah. But, oh, no, um, no, I'm not done with you. I'm not done. Would, Go ahead. What? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, what I was saying was, um, so I was at this comic shop with my friend doing some drawings for the, you know, whatever initiative that is connected with Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, well, we are going to, oh, know. I did this already. Never mind. He is going to be on for his 99th birthday. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go so, ahead. um, so he's a fan of the show and we were just talking about the show and that story from the convention. And, uh, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, we were talking about the guy with onomatopoeia. And the guy next to him is like, oh, where was this? And I'm like, oh, it was, you know, at this, this convention in Jersey, uh, you know, you know, a little while back. He's like, oh, yeah, that's our friend Drew. <laughs> so you know the name of that Dude, guy was guy Drew. The name of the guy who terrified <laughs> me and you, and we thought we were actually going to have to, like, stop this guy before he did something. Right? Yeah, small world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. 
Oh, boy. They're like, yeah, we know that guy. Yeah, he, you know, he was dressed as I don't want to be at that Jersey uh, <laughs> commentary. Yeah, that was our friend. That's their friend. Z-Man. Yeah. You did it again. <laughs> I do it again. I, I brought a few topics in mind, but well, I figured we could do it, whatever you we came in. You came in and you did it. You danced the dance. <laughs> uh, dance on out of here. All right. I'll talk Can to I just mention one thing? Go ahead, of course. All right, just because, you know, uh, you were talking about uh, Hatchet's documentary with Phil Johnson and then... Um, this Thursday and, uh, in Los Bob Angeles. This Thursday. Going? This Thursday at Cinefamily in uh, Los Angeles. If you're there, go see right. it. It's a great movie. Any way the wind blows. Phil Johnson. Yep, and uh, Avalanche Bob plugging away with uh, his movie that you are in, apparently. Uh, yeah, right. So what what did you want to say? Well, just um, there is a, uh, a release date for Wacky Man. No, wait, hold, hold, oh, wait, hold on a minute. Oh, a what now? The, the I need you to go. No, we're going to go word by word through what you just said. There is a release date for Wacky Man. What is Wacky Man? That's the name of the documentary about me and Wally and all that stuff. Hold on a second. My friend. What, when is the release date for this thing? It's uh, November 15th, I think. And Of what year? It's going to be <laughs> this year. This year, November 15th, wha- the movie Wacky Man comes out. Yes, on gonna, Vimeo. On Vimeo, okay. Yes. So if anyone's interested in learning a little bit more behind the scenes of me and Wally and what we're all about, now, uh, are you happy? There, you are you happy it. with it? Are you happy with the movie? Yeah, you know, um, you know, I saw an early screening, and you know, uh, me and Anthony talked some things over that you know I was just sort of like, oh, you know, uh, you know, this is what I think of that, and this, mm-hmm. and you know, he was very responsive, and you know. We, you know, because it was you know, a little bit of a collaborative process. He sure. did, you know, the most of the work. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, this I is know not. It's not. For sure like, in it this thing's not. Uh, it's not. not it's not sixty minutes. It's not sixty minutes where he's, he's trying to play gotcha with you, right? No, absolutely not. You know, we're good friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I've got his wedding coming up. Uh, looking forward to. And Wait, you know, you're getting uh, married. I thought you were so, married already. You're marrying what? the guy who directed the. Mo- well, that seems like no. a conflict of interest. No, no. I'm married. He's getting married in October to to someone else. So wait, you're getting divorced? Oh no! No, I'm not. I'm married? staying married so to my wife, and 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 Anthony is he's marrying Wally. Woman. He's marrying Wally Wacky Man. <laughs> no, Wally's not involved in the wedding. So Wally is still looking to get married. Is what you're saying? Wally's still single sure, and ready I'm not to sure mingle. What his status is? He's just trying uh-huh. to stay alive at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, Z-Man. I'll talk to you later. All right, take care. Have a good night. You too, bye. You know, I was listening to, uh, not listening, I was watching on, uh, on, uh, dude, did you see this thing where the guy on, uh, on, uh, that guy, Greg Gutfeld, he's been ripping on uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, yeah, he said they were the worst band ever, like the worst band on earth. Then he said they were the worst band in the universe. Um, hold on one second. 
he um he was like he was like saying they're the worst band in the universe and then he was like he really made his case by just raving about how much how great Faith No More are. He really and this guy Greg got if like if this, he's one of those guys. He's like, you know, the way like Brian Williams is like funny as an anchor man, but like is not funny at all in when when put next to other funny people. He's like the he's like the the cut up uh, on on Fox, and he's also the guy who's got good taste in music. Like he's like. He likes the Melvins, man. Don't you get it? I'm sure, I'm sure the Melvins just love when this guy shows up at a show and it's just like, Hey, Buzz! Buzz! Oh man, the three solo albums, I still blast those things. I gotta tell you. Dale, Buzz, I gotta tell you. What's Joe up to these days? Greg Gutfeld. The funny guy on Fox. The guy with, he's got, yeah, he's got good taste when he's put, put next to these Kenny Chesney fans uh, at, at Fox. But I like the Melvins, man. You can't understand that. Yeah, yeah, sure I can. No, I, I understand it pretty, uh, not that hard to understand. Faith no more. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a, a, a dummy alarm goes off. When somebody talks a little too much about stuff like that. And look, there are, is everybody who likes Faith No More dumb? Absolutely not. You thought I was going to say absolutely. Then some people thought I was going to say, do only dummies like Faith No More? Absolutely. It could have been that, but it wasn't. Absolutely not. There's plenty of smart people who like Faith No More. I don't know if I know any of them, but I'm going to just assume that there are. But, so so not everybody who likes them is dumb. Of course not. But do they, are they magnets for dummies? Yes, they are. People who just like, you don't get it, man. Every song's a different style. Well, that's Mr. Bungle more like that, that thing. When they're just like, every song's different. Yeah. They have one thing. All the songs have one thing in common, though. One one common thread running through them all. They're not good. Best show. Hey, hi. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Colette from Athens. Colette from Athens. What's going on in Athens tonight? Oh, not a whole lot. Just, uh, just the usual. It's very hot outside and, uh, you know, <laughs> just waiting for the temperature to pull down. Me too. I'm telling you, I've been, it's, it's been so hot and I just, it's not fun how hot it is. No. Yeah. I was just out in uh, Brooklyn like a week or two ago, a week ago, and it was like miserable. Oh, it's so hot. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? How hot is it? I like when it's just like right at that temperature right in the middle and it's just like or i like when it's so hot everybody's sweating and then i'm just like yeah we're all sweating see it's not just me sweating too much and we're all sweating <laughs> that's how hot it is everybody's sweating yeah but then you have like it's competitive when everyone is sweating like who's sweating the most 
or or suddenly it's sixty degrees out and I'm still sweating, and then people are like, "Oh wait, you're, oh, God. you're, you're a weird person yeah. who sweats too much." No, no, when it's a when it's a hundred, it's like, "Oh, it's so hot! Look at all of us sweating so much." <laughs> then it's January and I'm sweating. So, uh, how's the rest of yours? What do you got for the? What do you got? A week left of summer? That's all we got, right? I don't know. Like I, down here, it seems like it goes on until like almost uh, Octoberish. <laughs> like, like now in Athens, it's just like, is there anything that's not? Is there what's winter? What's the worst winter in Athens? Um, the first winter that I was here and I didn't have a car, there was like a week where it was like five degrees outside, but I left all of my like winter clothes at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like I was like standing around in like t-shirts and like very thin jackets trying to walk three miles. Mm -hmm. That was the worst winter. That would be pretty bad. I, yeah, but it only lasted for like two weeks and then it was fine. Mm Mm-hmm. You remember that album that uh, that Blink One Eighty Two album? Isn't that the dumbest name? Can you imagine you make an album and you give it like a funny name? Like you actually like you're making an album, and like some people name albums like like titles that like are meaningful, and then other people like like Ario Speedwagon, like they put an album of songs about just like this is a song about when I was uh, you know <laughs> met my met the love of my life and stuff. Well, what's the name of the album it's on? Oh, you, know, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Really? That's this <laughs> album that has a song about you falling in love on it. And then this Blink-182 puts an album out called Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. J-A-C-K-E-T. Yeah, that's like, their big one, right? I guess, oh, look, I guess, I guess so, right? That's the one with uh, What's My Age Again. That's the one that's got my karaoke hit. All the small things. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, that's my karaoke warm-up song. When it's time to do karaoke, uh, but you're not ready to commit to anything. Right. She left me roses by the stairs. Right? That <laughs> reedy voice. Surprise yeah, it's really good to get cares. the nasally stuff out first. So. All right, anything else? Anything else from me? Yes. Uh, it's okay. No, I guess not. not. I'm it's okay. like I. I guess I want to know what your your follow up for karaoke is after Blink One Eighty Two. Though that's kind of like a high note to lead out with. Hmm. After I'll do that, I'll probably go into uh, what would be a good one to go to after that. Maybe uh, what would keep everybody going if I did uh, karaoke? Let me think. I'm not ready for Aerosmith yet. Like, I used to do that song, What It Takes, but then I blow my voice out after that. I ain't no good for the rest of the night. I think I'm done right. doing that one. I like doing, uh, I tried that, that, uh, uh that, uh, System of Down song. Couldn't do that. I couldn't oh, keep yeah, up. Oh, yeah, Chop Suey, very I difficult. Couldn't, I couldn't keep up. That's, uh, the end of the world as you know it for the new metal set. Mm, I thought it was, I thought it was the new metal, um, uh, one week, which I do do that one. <laughs> yes, there is that. I'd probably go for something like, like, well, I guess that's why they call it the blues, right? That song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do something like that. Something John's good. Yes, he is. All right, you have a great night.
Call, Thanks, call back again. Will do. Bye. Best show. Oh, you're gone. So let's, um, I guess we'll do the half hour power next. So people who are, are listening in the next five or so minutes will say goodbye on the best show. And then we'll do the half hour power, which is the best show post show, uh, 30 minutes of on-screen rapid fire phone calls. That'll be fun. I'll tweet that out. Best show. Uh, hey, Tom. My name is Bucky. I'm from Peoria, Illinois. Bucky from Peoria, Illinois. What's up, Bucky? Um, I just had one for, for summer, the uh, best show of summer. What do you got? Um, well, we went to, uh, me and my girlfriend, we took our one-year-old to a minor league baseball game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know what song I do at and, karaoke that seems to work a lot is that song, uh, I do these songs, uh, the one, uh, and look, I don't, it's, it's easier to do songs that you don't love, but are like good, like, uh, the Killers. That song, when you were young, I'll do that one, right? Or I'll do, with all these things that I've done, I've done that one a bunch. Those are the kind. Go ahead. You were at a baseball game uh, on Sunday, minor league baseball game. Um, No, we went and it was, uh, (laughs) sorry, Uh, the... uh, the, the theme of the game, everybody could bring their dogs. It was Bark at the Park. Oh, that sounds awesome. Bark at the Park. And what, uh, what, what was, what was the team again? I'm so sorry. I cut you off when you Um, so it. it's, it's minor league. It's single A. It's real low, okay. uh, low rent. Uh, it's the Peoria Chiefs. The Peoria Chiefs. And that is a single A team for what pro team? Um, I believe it's the Cardinals. It used to be the Cubs, uh-huh. but it used to, it, now it's the Cardinals. Okay. So bark at the park. You brought your dog? Uh, no, we brought our daughter though. So you know. Okay, so you brought your daughter, and what was going on with bark at the park? Were the dogs? Um, so there was control? some there was some light rain, uh, like on the drive mm-hmm. to the to the field. Okay. And um, and they they canceled the game. Um, so it's a parking lot filled with dogs now, and people that didn't get to go to a baseball game. Well, we all got to sit in the stadium, like it, well, the the field. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a stretch, but um, we we got to. I mean, we got to see plenty of dogs, um, which was nice. But they, I don't know. It, it just it felt like a very uh, uh, symbolic, like metaphor for how I always viewed summer when I was a child. That I would plan this thing, and I'd see a lot of dogs, and then it just would kind of fizzle out, and it wouldn't. No result really come of it. Mm-hmm. Summer's and, full know, of non non moments, right? The non moments. Well, you have these idealized, like the John Cusack uh, movie. Uh, I, I believe it's called One One Crazy Summer or something along those lines. Yeah. Where you you you, you believe that it's going to be this perfect uh, Steve Savage summer, and it's just it doesn't. It just never pans out, and it never panned out for me. And it, not that it's been a bad summer, mm-hmm. um, I, I've gotten a lot accomplished, uh, but it, 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 it felt like a, a good, um, a good end, a, a good symbolic end to the summer. Mm-hmm. You know what you should have done? You should have, you should have gotten the mascot and let all the dogs chase the mascot through the parking lot, right? <laughs> 
Well, see, it was it was also the mascot's birthday. They were so. His name is Homer. He's a, he is a dog. Mm-hmm. He is a dog. Um, it was just, he's a he's a large uh, 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 anthropomorphic dog uh, mm-hmm. being. Okay. And he, um, I felt I felt bad for him because they trotted him out and he had to dance to the, you know, he had to do the Carlton dance. Mm-hmm. Who and he didn't even out? get to really was celebrate. Who let the dogs out? You know, I didn't hear who let the dogs out. We didn't get that far into the game, and I feel like that was probably disappointing for, for Homer. If they were having a night game, what would they call Bark at the Park with a night game? I think you know this. Come on, you can do it. If you get it, I'll, oh, God. I'll PayPal you $10. Oh, God, I could use that. Come on, um, think of it. Uh, Five, four, three, Bark at the Moon, right? Oh, jeez. They play Ozzy Osbourne, Bark at the Moon. <laughs> Um, I, I, again, I don't think they made it that far into the game. Um, it would have it would have gone into the evening pretty far, and if we would have gotten there, I'm sure the seventh inning stretch instead of playing the traditional uh, take me out to the ball game, maybe they could have they could have done something like that. Why is there not one thing where they get me to do anything at any of these things ever, ever, right, ever? You tell me some single A team. The Lakewood uh, Blue Marlins, or whatever they're called, or the the one sure. in in uh, New Brunswick, they can't get me to show up and and do like anything. You could throw the first pitch. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. The the local celebrities they trot out for these things. Yeah. It's, it's I'm as I'm as pathetic. much of a loser as any of these losers who actually do these things. You're the king, sir. You're the king of the losers. Thank you. There you go. That made me feel good and bad at the same time. All right, you have a great. I do have to go. The show's. I got to wrap it up. I appreciate the call. Thank you for taking my call, Tom. I I, I love you, sir. Uh, Okay, thank you very much. I'd like you too. Best show, real fast. We got to wrap it up. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Uh, It's going good. Who am I speaking? Real fast. This is Josh calling from Elizabeth. Josh from Elizabeth. Okay, you're you're local, so I'll be a little nicer to you. What do you got? What's going on? All right, so uh, for the summer, I was wondering, uh, I fulfilled one of my uh, my summer goals, was uh, yeah. going to the New York State Rent Fair. Have you ever gone before? In Rye, New York? I'm sorry? In Rye, New York? The, uh, the Rent Fair in New York State. Yeah, in Rye, New York. I think so. It's right over the border, right? You really drive me nuts. I Best think show. it's right over the border, right? How's it going, Tom? Let's go. Why do you always call so late in the show? What do you? What, what do you? You got, a, you got appointments? You? You got appointments? Tom, you know all I want to do is call. Yeah. So you have three hours before this to call. I do. You all people, me like all people I'm do is complain. Times all people do is this. this is Fred from Honolulu. Fancy Fred. <laughs> all people do is complain that you call at twelve oh four every show. You claim you love the show so much, you call as it ends. The last time I called, I was literally in the middle of the RNC. Like, I was just like... Okay. Yeah, I try. I call like 70, so I call you, while I'm working. What's up, Fred? What are you, what, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> no, it's like, uh, I was going to ask how I was going to spend my, the rest of my summer, but uh, it's the end of the show. That's not how really are you going to spend the rest topic? of your summer? Well, let's hear I want to hear your the rest of your summer. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't have any plans. What are you going to do? I don't know what to do. I want to leave New York, but I don't have that much money, and I don't know how trains work. Sure you don't. 
Look, you can drop the drop the act. Seriously. It's unbecoming at a certain point. It's insulting to people without money when you act like you don't. When someone who has money acts like they don't have it, it's ultimately insulting to people who actually don't have um, money. I would make everyone cry if I ever told the stories about how poor I, I was. In the yeah, how poor. You would make everyone cry if you talked about how poor you are. Not at all. That's how poor. I didn't have a bed till I was 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't have a bed. What did, so what did you, what did you have? Nothing, man. I like room. lived, I like slept in common spaces on the floor. Mm-hmm. That's not a joke. Look, fancy friend. <laughs> Someone sent me a whole dossier on you from Honolulu. I don't want to say who. They know you from back when and they gave me the whole breakdown of you and you are something else. Oh. You're a fan. You are. Why well, does that person go find like Trump's tax returns or something instead of like trying to dox me? All right, say, save your say, save your rants. Go call <laughs> go call Trevor Noah. I'm, we, we're trying to do Whoa! a fun show. We're trying to do a fun show. We're trying to do a comedy well, you're show. Punching down. You punch- <laughs> trying to do a comedy show here, Fred. I'm sorry, Tom. That's all right. Look. You excited? Chris Gethard's coming back. He he just he was at the Fringe Festival for a month doing his show. Uh, yeah, I, right? I'm sure he was. You don't even know anymore, right? <laughs> you know what your theme song should be. What mm-hmm. have you done for me lately? <laughs> right? Because that's the rules you operate by. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> Chris Gethard, he's dead to you right now until until you get that call until i get that call yeah. for pre-production yeah <laughs> suddenly suddenly you'll come like, in at work and like oh man i love you suddenly be like yes sir no sir right where do i go sir right what do i do sir that'll be you all of a sudden you go from yeah, janet man. jackson to the kinks my predilection to kiss an ass has really made me good you uh, in uh, television production. Everybody like sees through it, though. Everybody sees through it. Everybody knows you don't mean any of it. Well, they know where I stand, yeah. you know? Like, I'll tell you one thing. I would not eat a breakfast burrito that you brought me. Oh. I would not. All I want to do, Tom, is bring you your press, breakfast burrito. It ain't gonna have, I would, I would not eat it. I'd be like, I'd oh, be, thank, oh, thank you for this, Fred. You're so sweet. You turn, <laughs> you turn around right in a garbage can. I'd slide it off the plate, then you turn around, empty plate, and go, mmm, I'm so full. <laughs> One of the highlights of my uh, production career is handing Chris Rock his uh, his coffee. Because uh-huh. it was like recreating that Jane Silent Bob Strike Back movie. Mm-hmm. It was very, very uh, influential. <laughs> On you, yeah. Would you see that in your private screening room down there? <laughs> Fancy Fred. I'm telling you, I have the whole story on you. Oh, you, you have the whole story? Yeah. Fancy Fred. Oh, what's the whole story? That you, that you have more money than God. More money than God, okay. And How did you, I make that money? You, you didn't. It's family I, money. Okay. You didn't make one cent of it. That's how. Okay, so where did my family get this money? I don't, That's what I, want to know. I don't know. I, have a, I don't have a dossier on them, just on you. <laughs> and you came to the U.S. and you decided you'd put, you'd, you had to play it cool. 
because you're worried people wouldn't like you because they found out you're super rich. Yeah, I was part of a. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm a secret Marcos. Yeah, so you like came. When the here. regime fell. Yeah, so it's like a coming to America kind of thing. Like you came here and acted <laughs> like a slob. Nobody knows you're just loaded. Mm-hmm. And then, then you'll reveal how much money you have when you, <laughs> at some point, you'll start giving, you'll, you'll be, it's like undercover boss. You'll start just like <laughs> handing people 50 grand a pot, at a pop. Tom, that's why you're a, you're an anomaly in comedy. You're the only non-rich person who's uh, made anything worth watching. Yeah. God knows how. God knows how I can't. Everybody else is making it. How am I not making money at this? How? Everybody's making money. Uh, Mike Berbiglio and yeah, all Yeah, make us ones. pay for the archives. I keep saying it. All right, Fred. You, now you're depressing me. Okay, oh. look, buddy. I'll drop you a line. Somehow you got Bye, my man. phone number and texted me. God knows how that happened. <laughs> like, hey, bro, look at my... I get a text. Yo, all I do is beg you for jobs. That's all I'm doing. I get a text and I look at it. Hey, dude, it's Fred. I'm like, who gave Fred my cell phone number? <laughs> All right, buddy. You take care. You know I'm right, buddy. You take care. Bye. Right, bye. Final call, then half hour power. Right. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, there. how are you? Doing good. Who's this? This is Todd calling from Vancouver. Todd from Vancouver. What's up, Todd? Final call. <laughs> yeah, this Ty. T-Y. Ty. Ty in Vancouver. What's up, Ty? I'm just hanging out. I cool. wanted to touch base with you. It's my first time calling. Great. You, you, yeah. You having fun tonight? Uh, well, I gotta be honest with you. I'm slacking at work. Yeah. Yeah, late night work shift mm-hmm. tonight. Well, what's work? What's work? Air traffic? Control. I've been working in post production okay. on a kid's show. Mm-hmm. What's a kid's show? You can say. I can say, it. yeah, for the CBC. Mm-hmm. And it's called Scout and the Gumboot Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the most Canadian thing I've ever heard in my life. Scout and the well, kid. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds welcoming, right? I mean, uh, would you ever consider coming on to uh, Vancouver, seeing what it's about here? Vancouver, British Columbia. Look, I like Nardwar. He's one of my heroes, right? He's from there. Yeah, he's a good dude. Nardwar, right? Alright, I got a, I got a boogie, buddy. Thanks for the call. You bet. Alright, hey everybody. Half hour power is gonna start in a couple minutes. Let's say goodnight with something by Sweet Spirit. This is one of my songs of the summer, actually, from their album Kokomo. This is Rebel Rebel. Best show will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Cause you're 